0: Rock solid. Well, oh, there's that echo again. Here we go again. Jesus.
1: Hey, uh, before I bring you in you, know, let me just clarify one thing about Art Kehoe is suing the university, and uh, here's what he's suing for: forty-four days vacation time, his salary through May thirty-first, a Peach Bowl game bonus he didn't receive, and loss of potential income from two jobs he turned down—one at Southern Cal, one at Temple. So,
0: you go, Art.
1: Yep. Yeah. You
0: get fired. He sure got cojones, baby. Don't say that. Don and Shalila get all bent out of shape again. I don't even know who Art Kehoe is.
1: Art was the offensive line coach at the university for 27 years. He was offensive. You better not say it right now. You don't have permission. Randy Mulder does not run this station.
0: Absolutely. If he has a problem with the spot, come to talk to Ray Perry. You're to run every spot on the log, period, with exclamation points on Tommy. With a very angry scrawl on the bottom. Nice going, Tommy. Kick their ass.
1: Who saw What did they drop?
0: I don't know. Randy Muller evidently shooting off a big stupid mouth about the don't run. I have no idea. I'm just reading the memo. I don't know. But Randy, of course, being a... How about those Panthers? How amazing. They blow a 5-1 lead. They win in overtime.
1: How about Mike They're Keenan? The, uh, he blew us memo. off. What? Mike Keenan. is supposed to be on every other Tuesday. Was he on with you this morning? On with Me? Yeah, well, he wasn't on with guests. me. I don't do guests. I don't do boring,
0: ponderous guests.
1: He wasn't boring or ponderous. In fact, uh, he was Guestful, very good this morning. We had, we had the, the beast. Well, wait a minute. Form. Did you
0: say you had him on?
1: Well, normally he's on every other Tuesday. You know, what happened? I don't know. I thought maybe he showed up with you because he didn't show up here.
0: Well, I wasn't doing a show at 845 this morning.
1: Oh, well. I was in the
0: shower, and Mike Keenan was not in there, thank God. <laughs> that, would been, that would have been very ugly if Keenan <laughs> would have showed up in the shower. Yeah. If uh, Stephen Weiss would have showed up in there, I wouldn't be sitting here right now, probably. But that's
2: another (laughs) story. What are you going to do about it? Uh, You're Yeah. (laughs) You've been very
1: funny the last couple of years. Yeah,
2: I am always very funny,
1: especially
0: in this place. What a funny place. Yeah. What a funny place. I'm telling you. Oh, and then I find out the reason that uh, certain people aren't on the air today, that we have no spots on the log, even though we have a short show, is because the show is sold out tomorrow. Does anybody believe that? No. This is like back in the and days. Now we're regressing. And you're telling me the new sales manager is a rocket scientist? Good God.
1: I don't know. Last Friday, they dropped one well, message for What's in What's the guy's show. name?
0: Chris Jones, the new sales manager?
2: I don't care who you are. You fairy.
0: Right. What <laughs> <I'm> an idiot. <laughs> Good God. We got nothing on it. I've seen... Welcome to the WQM going out of business sale. That's why we got the Beast and Robert in charge now. That's all we can afford.
1: I was uh, talking to my That's sister right. yesterday... And she told me she had uh, lunch with her old boss, who used to run uh, Channel 4 here in Miami. You know, yeah. And now he then How's he Alan Perris doing? Every once in a while, I get a uh, uh, e- fax from Alan Parris. Alan's good. I see him occasionally when I go out of California. He's my biggest fan. He's a great guy. But anyway, this guy's a nice guy, too. So I asked my sister, what's he doing now? She said, uh, he's running some nonprofit thing. I said, oh, he works here. Yeah, right, Exactly.
0: And this, this was the claim to fame that the new guy, when he came in, remember all the change and all the salespeople, and this is going to be the big, uh, the big thrust. Yeah, they're thrusting it all, right? I can't tell you where. Holy moly. This is unbelievable. But nevertheless, we don't want to start with the internecine crap. Although that memo yesterday, that was the worst memo in the history of radio.
1: What memo
3: was Beast that?
0: Beast Robert. And we told Josh Cordes this morning he couldn't be on it because he's not Jewish.
1: What was that memo? I didn't hear that one.
3: Get
0: out of here. I thought I read it while you, went, while you were still on. I read it at least three times. I'll read it again. If it'll make you happy. Yeah. From the memo from Clarence?
1: No, I didn't hear that
0: one. Oh. Carbon copy to Joe Bell, Ray Beast and the Creeper, 317, 2006. From Clarence. I have enlisted Brian London and Robert Grieper. I I read this at the end of the thing. You guys were laughing your ass off. I was ripping Robert in the ass nine times. Yeah, I I heard that. I'll read it again. I've enlisted Brian London, the beast to those uh, uninitiated out there, and Robert Grieper to assist me in running the QM programming department. If they ask you for something, please comply. They're communicating decisions I have made and goals that I have for the radio station. Please consider that when they contact you and if any issues arise, please handle them respectfully and professionally. Yeah. Also, if I cannot be found, and there is a pressing issue if I can't be found like he's ever around, please see them for any assistance. Brian and Robert have been with WQM for a long time and are deserving of this. Plus, they are really good friends of mine. We have a good time in the shower together. They're passionate about the station and care about its sound and success. I'm glad they've agreed to help me with this endeavor. Clarence. I that, think that right that now they
1: they're, they're uh, driving the dog sled that's taking him from Omaha to Ann Arbor to Ann Arbor. Hey Robert,
2: I don't care who you are, you ferry.
1: <laughs> that's a panic.
0: This is what's going on with the new regime. We are lost, man. We need we need no we're, we need to get some help, some assistance. And it's not going to be from the beast either, I'll tell you that. We need to get somebody to take <laughs> us. Now that's us a not life, showing respect we need to for get the beast. Throw us a life raft. I've been in this business a long time, and you can always... It's like being on the Titanic, you know, when you're about halfway down, you can always tell something not, not good is going on. And that's my feeling now. The the Joe Bell regime. And the Chris Bell, the Chris Jones regime.
2: What are you going to do about it? You
1: fairy.
0: Oh, brother. He's got that sales department cracking, or at least they're smoking crack anyway.
1: Takes time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rome, Rome wasn't built of March.
0: How's that two-to-four situation coming? we got a lot of guilty. Ow, Way oh, too much so. of the squeakmeister, I'll tell you that. Although I will say this, now that the Panthers are making a big playoff run, unexpected out of nowhere, uh, all the bandwagon jumpers are going to come out of the woodwork. We love the Panthers. Yeah, you'll see it. I don't think In fact, so. I saw a little bit of that game last night. Look, like there were some people there. No, what's last 000. night? What the game? Whatever, whatever the last game. Looked like a few people.
1: They had 13,000 at the game last
0: night. Oh, that means we were about eight. Whatever. It's pretty weak. Well, that's because Tampa doesn't have any contingent that would come over, you know, so far.
1: But uh, nice win for you. You're, him you're fading.
0: I can barely hear you now. What's yeah, you're now fading technically too. In that place, huh? You were trying fading to work on better. your feedback.
1: Well, no, forget about the feedback. I'd
0: like to at least to be able to hear what Hank is saying. Would be nice, you know. This uh, work on this. God.
1: Our crack engineering department's on
0: it. Yeah, I bet they're cracking it all right. In fact, I think most of our engineers have got a crack Rectome. problem. That's what I'm hearing. Well, what, what's he smirkling about, Mr. Mister Assistant Manager? Show some it, respect. It, it paid off all these things. I, no, no, I have so no title. That UM mentality. I have no title. we got the little UM fraternity. How come Mike Rosenthal isn't listed on the memo? I'm sure that he's involved. Welcome to WVUM. We ought to change the call letters. We ought to be like V-U-M Jr. And I do mean Jr. Even they put us to shame. Like an industry joke we become. Isn't it amazing overnight? You know that song by Conway Twitty? Is it Conway Twitty? About... uh, you don't know what you've got until you... No, it was Ral Donner. I'm sorry, Ral Donner. You don't know what you've got until you lose it? He sounded like Conway Twitty.
1: You know, you ought to get... Uh, not, I'm not telling you what to do on your show. You don't know what to do. Oh, it sounds want. like Conway Twitty.
3: Yeah, but it's Ral Donner. You middle of his big hit.
1: Anyway, what you ought to do <laughs> is, oh, uh, want to... is get your guys to uh, get the tape of the conclusion of last night's basketball game where there was a little bit of a dispute over a, a foul... Yeah. And the Creighton fans were throwing bottles and all kinds of things in the direction of our announcers. Excellent. Highly entertaining.
0: But there's an old expression that sums that up, where there's no sense, there's no feeling.
1: I don't think either of them got hit by anything. Oh. But they sounded nervous.
0: Well, Good. They just squeaked by Creighton fifty-three, fifty-two. I see, and uh, originally we were hoping they would win because we thought maybe they'd play a day game tomorrow, but unfortunately they'd play tomorrow uh, night. The NIT doesn't
1: play game. Michigan.
0: Where, where, where the hell are they playing? They're playing in Ann Arbor. University of Michigan? Yep. In the NIT? Yeah. Oh, brother. Third the round. The man. How embarrassing when you got to play in the NIT.
1: So would you like to see Condoleezza Rice as the commissioner of the National Football League?
0: I would like to see Condoleezza on a spit. being slow roasted. Yeah, with an apple. We could borrow the apple from Joyce and put it in her mouth instead. I think that would look perfect. Her roasting on a spit with chestnuts roasting on an open fire. That's what I'd like to see. Condor Leaser. Bitch. Sellout. Bubblehead. Bubblehead. And maybe there could be that mushroom cloud going off above her head. By the way, that Dreamfields pasta that I was raving about—I had it yesterday with like some. I made my own meat sauce. I got some ground beef. Oh man, was that good! And my blood sugar was great, and my weight—I've lost four pounds since Friday. No sugar cravings anymore. I just mentioned that for the beast because I know Hank won't pay any attention.
1: My blood sugar is okay. actually.
3: You get, out, you get out of here. I you. just that's had it Fat tested Rich, last that's week. That's
1: what
0: Fat Rich used to say. First of all, the fact that you had to go to a doctor to get it tested—why well, you should be testing it four or five times a day yourself.
1: I don't do that stuff.
0: Good God!
1: Why not? Because I don't. Well, I don't want to on me. That's
0: what kind of flowers shall we bring you?
1: Lilacs. Whatever.
0: I can go over to Rochester this spring, get you some lilacs. I'll save them for your box. Lilacs on your box. God, never seen in my life. I, well, no, no I take that back. People in denial. You know? Pat Rich used to tell me the same thing as he was reaching for the rolls on the next table, <laughs> the, the, the basket of rolls. <laughs> oh, my sugar's good. No, for why while, he's right? shoveling it down. Now oh, he's dead. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this stuff is great. Because if I can eat my pasta, I don't need that sugar it gets, uh, for some strand. This stuff is so filling. We ought to have them on the air as a sponsor. I guess Troy is going after that, so that takes care of That seals that deal.
1: Oh, yeah, they should be on any day now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> especially with Chris Jones, the new sales manager, in there. This guy's got a—he'll he'll, be—he'll be on the first bus back to uh, Charleston, South Carolina, wherever he came from. Where would he come from? Raleigh, Yenamsville. How's that echo? I, I don't hear any echo anymore. Do you hear an echo? I don't hear. It. I guess he came from. No, none of us ever heard it at all. Thank well, you, I Steph. Did. Why would I make it up? Thank you, Steph. He's a genius. Yeah. Well, he's the only engineer we got in the building with an IQ larger than his uh, digit. Absolutely. In fact, I take that back. He's the only engineer we got in a building, period. Thank God we got a great engineer here. In fact, last week I went off to a woodbine and the engineer left the key for my place and our engineer, our partner in crime up here, engineer from the fan radio, he came in and put all the new switches in here while I was gone and everything is just uh, beautiful. Four years and that's the only real maintenance in here other than the CD players that I swapped out myself. How to send him a bill for engineering work.
1: Well, you have a good day.
0: Yeah, you're you're fading again. I, I don't know what's going on here. This is a technical disaster. Sound like you're uh, like uh, like on uh, top, top of the stretch at Gulfstream, huffing and puffing. Oh, they were commenting. I was watching a racing network the other day, and the, uh, the commentators were talking about how lousy the purses are at Gulfstream and how they can't figure out why the purses are so small, and they used to even be worse than they are now. They were really taking some shots at Gulfstream. I couldn't believe it.
4: Purses are
1: terrible.
0: Well, I bet you the purses at Dover Downs are even better than uh Gulfstream.
1: Delaware has better purses. Because
0: they got the slots. Right. Well listen, you're fading off, so that means it's time for get that blood sugar back up there again.
1: Oh I'm fine. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Yeah, you too. That's fine.
3: Where were <laughs> you <laughs> fading to? What's going on the here today? Programs are those of the host Let me just in crank this up real quick. people, people that? Oh, brother. Quit talking around
0: in the TV. control room, you <laughs> idiot. Whoever's in there.
2: Jesus. I don't care who you are, you fairy
1: Howard David's a bitch.
3: Absolutely. Have you heard the intern guy known as Robert (laughs) Greeper? When he responds with words like join, he sounds like Carol Leeper. And if the sponsor should ask him to sound a little more masculine, look out for Robert Greeper. If it's a reaper, he has to say join. Watch out for Robert Rieper, who's through the copy of, cause he can't say no. Stay away from Robert Rieper, especially if it's time when Watch out, Robert Reeper, who's through the copy of, cause he can't say No.
0: Yeah, that's it. He's almost as embarrassing as Red Deer Randy Moeller, but not quite. Nobody's that bad. 10-13 already at 560. WQM, happy at Tuesday, too. we got a Marlin game. Marlin's in the Dodgers up in Jupiter, man. They're out of this world. Marlin's on deck at 1250, and we're pretty PO'd about that. We're pissed off at yeah, 1150. Uh, human, yeah. <laughs> we're
1: pissed off it's not 1030.
4: Hey, you with each other naked in
1: the street. Before we begin a sad note, Jennifer Aniston passed away oh. over the weekend. We extend our deepest condolences on this gravest of all losses. Judge Judy Scheindlin presiding over the top-rated Emmy-nominated syndicated court show that bears her name. And we have done a pretty good job. Let's go to some calls. Blackwick, Ohio. Hello. Hello, gentlemen. Hi. Hi.
4: Judge Judy, do you ever smoke butt from a hookah?
2: All the time. Yeah. I like it that way. What
1: about you, Larry?
4: Do you partake in the chronic? You sure do.
2: Unfortunately, in this country, we don't always do that.
1: To uh, Apex, North Carolina. Hello.
3: Hey, boys. How's it hanging?
1: Uh, to the right.
3: <laughs> that's Judy. I heard that you were seen driving with your grandson sitting in your lap. Oh. Is that true? Maybe that's true. Why would you do that? That's so dangerous.
2: You Britney Spears has a baby. She can do it. Why
3: can't I? What makes her
2: special? I can drive with my kid in the car in the front seat.
5: We'll be right back with Judge Judy. Don't
2: go away.
0: Can't wait. We're not going anywhere, at least till 1250. <laughs> 1018 at 560 WQM. Things great. are going really well in Iraq.
3: Our people in harm. There's
0: the daily appearance again of El Presidente doing his press conference, yucking it up with Helen Thomas and all these other people that are writing about what a Nazi he is, and they're all sitting there, ha, 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 like that. Really sad. Zion America, man. Insurgents stormed a jail about dawn today in the Sunni Muslim heartland north of Baghdad, killing at least 17 policemen and a courthouse guard. Authorities said all 33 prisoners in lockup were freed. Ten attackers were killed in the battle. As many as 100 insurgent fighters, armed with automatic rifles and rocket-propelled grenades, stormed the judicial compound about 60 miles northeast of Baghdad. After torching the police station, the insurgents detonated a string of roadside bombs as they fled, taking the bodies of many of their dead comrades with them. At least 13 policemen and civilians and 15 gunmen wounded in the attack. Five other police were wounded in two separate roadside bomb attacks, targeting patrols in northern and southern Baghdad early today. Uh, Came a day after 39 people reported killed by insurgents and shadowy sectarian gangs in Iraq. More than 1,000 Iraqis have died since the bombing last month of a Shiite uh, Muslim shrine. Police found the bodies of at least 15 more people, including that of a 13-year-old girl, dumped in and near Baghdad. The discoveries marked the latest in a string of execution-style killings that have become an almost daily occurrence. As Sunni and Shiite extremists settle scores, in other words, as the Civil War continues, as night fell last night, a bomb struck a coffee shop in Baghdad, killing at least three civilians and injuring 23 others. About the same time, gunmen killed two oil engineers, leaving work at the Beji refinery north of Baghdad, and electrical engineer and technician were gunned down at the nearby power station. Separately, the owner of a small grocery in downtown Baghdad was shot and killed. Other than that, oh, and also five pilgrims on their way to Karbala were wounded in drive-by shooting earlier in the day, and yada, yada. Other than that, things are going very swimmingly well.
6: It's hard work. Why don't you ever read about any of the good news?
0: Well, like Ed Rollins said, there isn't any. Here's yesterday's poll result, 1,497 votes. Generally, which group of South Floridians bugs you the most? I would say QAM people. And I'd be more than happy to give you some names. Cubans, 425. New Yorkers, 200. Rednecks, 106. Believe you me, if anybody questions how it felt when the Titanic was going down, we're learning it here at QAM. Rednecks, 106. I hate everybody, 105. French Canadians, 101. <coughs> Senior citizens, 92. Haitians, 77. They got a real pounding on the show, including from George yesterday. You better watch your ass, mister. Yeah, yeah. I like everybody, 71. African Americans, 66. Born again, 64. Republicans, 51. Jews, 43. Oy! I hate this poll, 38. Jamaicans, 18, man. They know where you find the good stuff and the good machine. Radio Chronics, 15. Isn't it the Chronic? Gays 10, Brazilians 8, and Radio Sales Hole 7. Although, if we had a chance to vote several times, that last one. Wow, 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 wow. You're doing a heck of a job, Chris. Just like Brownie Brown, you're doing a heck of a job. WQAM, an early call. Hello. Yeah,
4: Neil, uh, I just want to know, why do you hate
0: America? <laughs> Excellent call. Ari Berman writes, see, i got to read fast today because we got that ball game coming up at 12.50. Uh, or is it 10.50, I think. Based I on the spots we got, we could get all the spots in right now and then be out of here by 10.50, no problem.
1: I of a trailer sitting down in Arkansas.
0: There you go, nice trailer.
1: Uh, what is
0: Not us. Now, so control room in now that we got room. Robert Greeper and a Beast in charge, we're, like, getting all kinds of crap going on in the background. We're getting like, First of all, we wind up being on the streaming thing there earlier when George and I are talking off the air, trashing the building, trashing management, and rightfully so. We're streaming on the Internet, un- unbeknownst to us, for about 30 seconds. About 30, man. Then Hank sounded when I was doing the crossover with him. It sounded like he was fading off into another uh, world. Right. Like his, uh, didn't he? Yes. Now, could you hear that? Yes. Well, that's in a control room. Somebody yes. is potchking around in there. Somebody is yes. doing in the yes. control room. Well, I think Robert and the Beast ought to go in there and beat the crap out of whoever it is, although probably it's one of them. Probably it's Robert. Sounds like t- now that he's got his new uh, title, whatever it is, the Queen for a Day... Uh, you know, now he's in there playing, uh, sabotage Guess what, Robert? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> I don't care who you are, you fairy. Harry Berman on the nation writes, Operation Overhyped. Last Thursday, the Pentagon launched Operation Swarmer, described as the largest air assault in Iraq since March 2003. Didn't I tell you there was nothing happened? Yep. I was at a conference on Iraq at the Center for American Progress's Ari Berman and saw the news flashing repeatedly on CNN, MSNBC, and Fox. The timing, a few days before the war's third anniversary and amidst a torrent of negative opinion polling for Bush, seemed highly suspicious. Well, this operation, like so much of what the administration has told us about the war, turned out to be a lie. According to reporters on the ground from Time magazine, there were no airstrikes and no leading insurgents were nabbed in an operation that some skeptical military analysts described as little more than a photo op. What's more, there were no shots fired at all. The units had met no resistance, said the U.S. and Iraqi commanders. Moreover, however, former AP correspondent Christopher Alberton writes that the targeted area north of Samar has been swept, contained, pacified, cleared five or six times since 2004. Operation Swarmer was designed to show off the new Iraqi army, although there was no enemy for them to fight. There were as many troops, 1,500 as residents in the desolate area. No wonder Alberton termed the mission Operation Overblown. It's reassuring to know where our $300 billion are going. Aren't there enough threats in Iraq that we don't need to fight non-existent ones? Well, how come you hate America, Harry? You Jew bastard, huh? See, there you go. What do you think about that? Okay, here's the... Oh, that's right. They already ate the Howie's this morning, so that's that's why they're gripsing and making the quick mad dashes down the hall. Well, I'll tell you, I made that... I got myself some ground beef yesterday. I browned out just a little bit of ground, not not, not enormous amounts, okay? Because one thing I'm finding about this bean field pasta, and believe me, it's not a sponsor, and I'm sure never will be, Troy, but uh, it doesn't take all that much—couple of ounces. Which ordinarily, my problem when I make pasta is because I like it so much, I always make too much, and then I eat it. Yeah. You know what I mean? A couple of ounces I...
6: is a lot, man. That's a giant bag.
0: A giant bag? Oh, what were you talking about? Oh, I see. No, well, I wasn't smoking it. I was eating it. Okay brownies. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I made that meat sauce with uh, the low-carb sauce. Boy, that was the best with a lot of Parmesan cheese, as Mr. Ego would say, Parmesan, with them peppercorns. <laughs> wow. And it was great. 919 votes on today's poll already. We got a shot of 1,000, even though we're getting out of here early. That's a real feather in our cra- crap. 925, like They're I said. Crap. Which of these comes to mind first when you think of religion? Faith. 176. Oh, how sad that is. How pathetic. Intolerance, 160. That was my vote. Stupidity, 141. That was my vote. Crutch, 117. Tax-free big business, 108. All these choices are good. Superstition, 103. Hocus Pocus, 60. Let's have a Hocus Pocus group. Child molesters has got about 30. About 30, man. Salvation, 16. And Murder, 14. How come Murder's in last place? I wonder I don't think it. that more people have been killed in the name of religion. It's even just recently. Oh, no, you forgot about all those atheists that killed everybody. Oh, that's right. Their, like forgot about Joe Stalin, Stalin and uh, Mousy Dung, yeah. all those guys, all those glam. They
6: killed everybody for being religious.
0: Right, because they wouldn't ter- or convert to being atheists. Right. 26- and then Madeleine O'Hare, look what happened to her. I don't see her no more. And that retard son of hers, too. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You, did you ever see him?
6: You no, know? I didn't. Never saw either one of them.
0: Wow. Well, I had him, as you know, back in the day when I used to do those ponderous guests. Had him on the show, not only on the phone, but uh, in the studio. And once in a while, she'd bring him. He would tag along, you know, with Mommy. Oh, brother. Not missing him too much. Although, she was great, man. The Roman Catholic Church, she start uh, just ripping them in ass. She was uh, ballsy. She had a big pair. She had the Cajones? She had the Cajones, Donna. Donna Shillelagh, who herself has probably got a big pair, but doesn't mind anybody to know about it. Don't want anybody to know about her and Janet Reno. Wouldn't surprise me if they left in that red pickup truck in the middle of the night one night. Just like Tom don't like us left that one night in the middle of the night. Never to be seen again. Hey, speaking of hopping in your vehicle, Beach Board has gone nuts. It's... M-
3: it's oh, oh In Miami town. At 560 W Q A wasn't right, turning his back on Katrina that night They're pushing us to the left and right again All the bloggers are talking smack Better not talk about a rat I've got a bad feeling called a will attack him a face and forward to a big southern back I'll be set where the left winger go A top-secret prison or can get moaned every night be traced and listened to raise our kids under house arrest get called names after one protest and take our music where they made the Dixie Chicks go where the left wingers go
0: you know where left wingers go don't you down no. below, man. Down oh, below. That's where we all go. Down below as opposed to up above. Up there,
6: you know, in the sky. Mm-hmm. On a cloud.
0: Speaking of religion, i got a good article I'm just uh, printing out right now. Aren't you excited? I am. By Dave Zweifel of Capital Times, Madison, Wisconsin, no less. He says, uh, the, the headline of it, the title is, Religious Fanaticism Out of Control.
3: Absolutely
0: correct. Sir. In case you, and I haven't read it yet, so that, that's really ballsy, but I figure it fits right in with our poll today. i really dry ballsy. read. In case you're not still sure how destructive the Bush administration has become to this country, you need to read Michael Spector's piece in the March 13th issue of the New Yorker magazine. It's enough to give you the willies. Do you ever have the willies?
6: I had the wet willies once.
0: Specter documents how the Bush people have stacked the FDA with fanatics who regularly trump science to advance their own religious beliefs. It reads like a modern-day Galileo being persecuted by the Catholic Church because he maintained that the earth was round. Although Specter cites several examples of religious beliefs thwarting scientific advances by key appointees to the FDA and other divisions of the Department of Health and Human Services, Tommy Thompson's old department, she said, one of the most egregious has been to block a vaccine designed to thwart cervical, cervical cancer. Two of the country's biggest pharmaceutical companies, Merck and GlaxoSmithKline, have developed and proven the safety of a vaccine that prevents a common sexually transmitted disease called human papillomavirus, HPV. Strains of HPV are known to cause cervical cancer early adulthood. The vaccine needs to be administered to girls before they become sexually active, which is the average age 17. George. <laughs> As therein lies the rub for the religious base of the Republican Party that George Bush and company have installed in crucial posts in the health department, that base and George W. have steadfastly adhered to the proposition that kids need to practice abstinence. In their eyes, anything from promoting use of condoms to giving young girls vaccinations against sexually transmitted diseases only encourages promiscuity among young people. These people refuse to believe results of the numerous scientific studies that have shown that the availability of condoms for instance has absolutely no impact on the rate of teen sex or that young people who pledge to abstain actually engage in sex as often as those who don't take a pledge. Their religion maintains that premarital sex is a sin, period, which is fine except that Bush has created a situation where those overzealous religious beliefs instead of scientific fact determine national policy. Since W became president, the U.S. has spent hundreds of millions of dollars on abstinence programs. It's cut almost that much in aid to groups that support abortion and the use of condoms, as a primary method of birth control Specter points out. But who would believe that would actually block approval of a vaccine that can prevent cancer? The role that religion is playing in an important health decision has caused several career FDA doctors and staff to quit their jobs in disgust. It isn't just an inane, insane war. It's the anti-environment policies, the unjust tax policies, the ceaseless trashing of civil liberties, and the subjugation of solid medical science for religious zealotry that's tearing down an America that was based on fairness and truth. Can we really survive nearly three more years of this destruction? He asks. What do you think? It's no. not to worry about the, the short-term, you know, attitudes. Right, there you go. Attitudes. Short-term attitudes and all his platitudes, you know? Really good. He's the best. Five, six, seven, come on. We don't have a lot of time for calls. Let's get with it, okay? Let's hear about those Panthers kicking ass in overtime after blowing a 5-1 lead last night. Let's hear about Randy uh, Randy Molar, what a jackass he is. Hope you're listening, Randy. You're an idiot. And don't be knocking any spots off the log, or Tommy's going to come right there and kick your ass. Or he'll pay somebody to do it. I don't think Tommy could even kick his own ass.
2: No,
6: Tommy does all right. Does he really? He's in a rock band. He has to fight all the time. He's a rock He's got tattoos, That's and he's right. in a rock
0: band. How do you like That's that? Right. And he probably
6: cats a mean piece, too, Randy. No question. There you go.
0: Come there and kick your ass right down the balcony from the, the Yentha right. Center. 567. Look at these phones, baby. Dead is a doornail. 5670560. Oh, Pound560 five, on the Verizon singular wireless lines. Boy, we haven't seen this in months. In months. Started a week ago well, yesterday. And now it's like a, just a carryover, okay? Once that delay catches up for about the next five minutes, you'll see. Then they're going to really get into it,
6: aren't they? Yeah, we'll see something.
0: You'll, you'll see it. Iraqi diplomat gave, as long as we're on this Iraq crap, Iraqi diplomat gave U.S. pre-war WMD details. I saw about this. They showed this guy on TV yesterday. It made me, my blood boil, you know, made me really pissed off and fired up. In the period before the Iraq war, the CIA and the Bush administration erroneously believed that Saddam Hussein was hiding major programs for weapons of mass destruction. Now NBC News has learned that for a short time, the CIA had contact with a secret source at the highest levels within Saddam uh, government, who gave them information far more accurate than what they believed. It's a spy story that's never been told before and raises new questions about pre-war intelligence. Intelligence, my ass. The guy was Najee Sabri, Iraq's foreign minister under Saddam. The bottom line is he was on the payroll of the CIA. And he told them they didn't have nothing. He told them all the inside dope, and they're, oh no, we got better intelligence than you got. What would you? What could you possibly know for a hundred grand?
4: WQAM, hello.
3: Be a patriot.
4: Send Bush twins to Baghdad.
0: Okay. I'll pay for their lunch. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
4: Hi. I understand what you mean by Bush. you yeah, if you ever noticed, they haven't spoken about those 23 Taliban fighters that escaped from that prison over there either. Yeah. He told them have not. everything else, nobody knows. Bush's, Bush's big secret. Okay,
0: good luck to us, Pally. Whatever he just said, I have no idea. Bush's big secret.
4: As soon yes. as possible. Okay. <laughs>
0: That's when we're getting the answer, as soon as possible. WQAM, hello. QAM.
4: Hello. Hello. Hello.
2: Hello.
0: Good one. That was Zagaki, who feared for his life at the game last night. Sounded like Joe doing a voice. And a better one than usual. WQAM, hello.
4: Hey, Bill.
0: Yes, sir. How are you? Good.
4: Hey, hey, the two to four spot. How about Geldy and Ira Winderman? Wouldn't that be great?
0: Every day, yeah. Okay, listen, what do you do across the street? you on the payroll over there? Yeah. That's probably, that sounded like uh, Alan, uh, what's his name, Joel Feinberg's boyfriend. Now who it sounded like? One of them. Okay. Five, six, seven, well, that, that's what they like. They're, they're probably. Listen, oh, we're yeah. going to become oh. the laughing stock of the marketplace if this current regime you got, continues. Yeah, got to Like I said, we are the laughing stock of the marketplace. They're all yuck, yuck. Even P.D. Lenny calls in yesterday laughing up his sleeve about making the right decision not to come back to this joke. The log is empty. we got a little kitty little core of children running the radio station. you are like overgrown prepubescent kids that sit around. Uh, uh, I can't even say the, the word anymore. has sure. to do with circle. Oh,
6: see? So I was out of order, so it doesn't care Yeah,
0: out of order, man. You're out of order. This whole court is out of order. How do you like that?
2: I don't care who you are. Just you tell them.
0: W WQAM, hello.
4: You think they let me patent?
0: WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir.
4: Yeah, I don't understand why they don't ask Jim Mandans to do two to six.
0: They already have. He don't want to. He don't want to. Let me, let me ask you, if you're getting paid a fortune to do like two and a half hours a day, like for example today he's on four to six thirty because we got the pan or whatever, whatever the hell it is, they got some crap.
4: You caught
0: him well. I understand. Fifty Marlins and Dodgers from Jupiter, 105. Mad Dog. After the ball game, we might have to do a long show today. But he's got a he's got a posh deal. I mean, if if you're paying the big bucks, like tomorrow he's doing four to six thirty because another Panther game against Washington, the Capitals. Two and a half hours getting paid big bucks. Are you going to do four hours a day? Absolutely not. So they, they made their own bed, and now they're, they're not only lying in it, they're drowning in it. It's like a waterbed. We got Hurricane Hotline tonight at 7. That's a real ratings booster from Bernie Kosar's Steakhouse, where Josh will be getting a free meal. you go on? No. No. He could have gotten Well, maybe he wouldn't have gotten a free meal, because I'm sure that if he would have, he'd have been there. And then 9 o'clock, you got the Beast at Bernie Kosar's. That's our assistant program director. Not the Beast anymore. Our assistant PD at Eddie K at 10 o'clock. That's our pristine uh, lineup. Yeah, that would make sense, Mad Dog 2 to 6. That's what I begged. I pleaded. But they're not going to do that. Don't do it, Mad Dog. That's my best advice to you. Don't do it. Tell them to screw off. Especially after what they put us through at contract renewal time there, uh, whenever the hell that was. Oh, brother. Who could ever believe that stuff? Was it like a year ago, December? Was that it? Seems like only yesterday with Joyce and uh, Caroline Beasley and all those other Goyam over there. Oh, and you've got to sign this, and you can't be disrespectful to the uh, management, and you can't be disrespectful to the... to the. That was one of the and best things. Thing. Yeah, we're going to get suspended, maybe even fired for insubordination, which they could just make up whatever that is, you know? Mm-hmm. Screw you. Oh, that's insubordination. You're fired at it, yeah. you know? And we couldn't be disrespectful to the sports teams or the coaches or the jocks or the guys, uh, you know, that right. uh, bring the soap into the locker room, all that stuff, the body wash.
6: Yeah. Or God.
0: Speaking of body wash, now that's a good question. Jocks, what do you, what do you think, Josh? Now, did you ever go into Marlon's locker room when you were doing those games?
6: Oh, yeah, all the time. i love to go the shower in and there and shower with the, the guys. The
0: soap well, I, I think, yeah, that's what I'm asking. I'm wondering, do the now, which professional sports teams are using body wash and which are still dropping the soap?
3: This is Neil Rogers. Welcome. This is 560 QAM.
2: My God, your breaths are beautiful.
3: This is Ripley's Believe It or Not. Jessica, I heard that you were scheduled to meet President Bush, but uh, you didn't want to. Is that true? no. Oh, no? It, it's not true? Or, or no, you didn't want to meet him? I don't know. Okay, um, tap your foot once for no, I didn't want to meet him, or twice for no, that's not true. Wait, I'm confused. Okay, well, your manager told me that you didn't want to meet with the president because he's dumber than you. Is that right? This is so confusing. Oh, wait. Um, all right, Jessica, who's dumber than you? The Frog and Mrs. I'm sorry, I didn't specify. What human is dumber than you? Tuna is fish, not chicken. This is hard. Okay, thanks a lot for the interview, Jessica. Uh, watch out for the camera. Oh, my head hurts. Only on Ripley. Believe it or not.
0: 983 votes. We're going to make it to 1,000, I mean, even by uh, 10 o'clock, by 11 o'clock. Excited about Ooh. that or what? I sure mm-hmm. remember Robert Reich. Yes. He was the Secretary of Labor under Bubba. Yes. Brilliant guy. A professor of public policy at the Richard and Rhoda Goldman School of Public Policy at the University of California, Berkeley.
4: Oh, I'm oh, sure he's going like A bunch
0: of Jews to me. Anyway, he writes, uh, just a just headline on this got my attention. Bush's skunk tails. Not coattails, skunk tails.
4: Vito and also
0: made very constructive suggestions about uh-huh. that. In contrast to a president's coattails that sweep his party to congressional victories, skunk tails have the reverse effect. Bush's cocktails consist of abuses of power, corruption, and incompetence now so widely recognized that, according to recent polls, those who strongly disapprove of his administration now equal those who merely approve. Because turnout in a midterm election depends largely on intensity of preference, Bush's malodorous tales would seem to bode well for Democrats who need to win six or more seats in the Senate and 15 in the House in order to take back Congress. But there is an asymmetry of consequence between Republican and Democratic tails. Even before W. came to Washington, Republican voters had low expectations of government. Presumably, then, the fiascos of Katrina, Iraq, the Social Security drug benefit, the Bush fiscal policy, vote buying and sweetheart deals with corporations, spying on Americans, Abu Ghraib. and the Dubai port deal to list only a few of the misadventures of the last five years and three months have not especially shocked Republicans. They've confirmed established Republican dogma that government can't do anything well and is not to be trusted. Democratic voters' aspirations for government are higher. Although Democrats haven't shared Bush's goals, the overall ineptitude and self-dealing that's marked his efforts may have caused Democratic voters to become more disillusioned about the capacities of government in general, thereby jeopardizing Democratic aspirants for Congress as much as Republican incumbents. Recent polls from the Pew Research Center seem to confirm this. The public's negative feelings toward Congress are high and strikingly nonpartisan. Unfavorable ratings of both parties are at their highest level since 92, and the view of Congress as an institution has had its lowest point in over a decade. 47% view it unfavorably, only 44% favorably. This marks a major change from as recently as January 2001, when 64% of the public expressed a favorable view of Congress. Anti-incumbent sentiments were running, are running unusually high this year, regardless of party affiliation. 49% of registered voters say most members should not be returned to office, up from 38% October 2002. 36% of independents say they don't want the incumbent in their district reelected. That's as high a level as it was in October of 94 just before Congress flipped to Republican control. But disgruntlement also runs high in Democratic ranks even within traditionally Democratic districts. Fully 31% of Democrats believe their representative should not be reelected compared to t- nearly 20% in previous midterms. Only 18% of Republican voters say their representative should not be reelected. More generally, the public has turned even more deeply cynical about government than it was at the start of the Bush administration. Accepting the months immediately following 9-11, confidence in Washington to do what's right just about always or most of the time has plunged since Bush took over the White House. Only 34% of the electorate now takes his positive view, while 65% say they never or only sometimes trust government to do what's right. By way of contrast, in 64, 76% of the public trusted government to do just about always or most of the time right, while 22% never or only sometimes did. Cynicism about government is the single most important attribute of conservative republicanism. Hopefulness about government's capacity to improve the lives of Americans has been the defining theme of Democrats since Roosevelt. That's the Bush administration, that the Bush administration has succeeded so dramatically in deepening the pool of cynicism will stand as its greatest contribution to the Republican cause and its most lethal, lethal assault on Democrats. Ronald Reagan told America that government was the problem, but ironically, his presidency enhanced the stature of his office and of government. Reagan thereby reversed the cynical trend that began with Vietnam and Watergate. By 88, the public was notably less cynical about government than it had been in 80, making a significant setback for conservative republicanism. George W. Bush hasn't made the same mistake. He has demeaned his office, reduced the capacity of government to govern, undermined public trust. His skunk tails may reach some Republican incumbents next November, but the danger is their stench may be strong enough to extend much farther and for many years to come. Their stench. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. You go, Robert. Good man. Robert Reich. It's not, not to be not to be called Reich. That's bad. You don't say that these days. Reich? Reich. Reich? By the way, uh, Josh Cordes already knows this, and that is that if you were a U.N. groupie and you were Jewish, you'd already be part of the... Uh, We'd have a quadactor man.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm looking to convert. You'd be part of the ruling uh, junta that has just in the last couple of days taken over a bloodless coup at QAM while the other people were sleeping and running around as court jesters. Yuck, 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 like that, you know. 996 votes on the poll. I told you by 11 o'clock we got 1,000. We got it licked. You think we can lick it? In fact, we got 1,004 right now. Just refreshed it again. (sighs) God, how refreshing. 1,004 votes already. It's not even 11 o'clock yet. Which of these comes to mind first when you think about religion? Faith, 188. Uh-huh. Intolerance, 176. Stupidity, 150.
3: Kind of like... And must not.
0: Crutch, 125. Tax-free big business, 121. Superstition, 116. Hocus-pocus, 65. Child 31. Salvation, 17. Murder, 15. We want to put fear of death because crutches, uh, that includes that, but let's put fear of death. Sure. See, animals don't invent religions that we know of.
6: That we know of, right? Maybe they do. Maybe, and maybe your cat's got religion. It's got that dog religion, uh...
0: Now, cats, I'm thinking more like it. Maybe that's why they act so spooky all the time. Oh, speaking of why the public is so cynical about Congress, the House of Representatives is on track this year to be in session for fewer days than Congress, uh, than the Congress Harry Truman labeled as "do nothing" during his 48 election campaign. Members of Congress are taking an entire week off for St. Patty's Day, which, of course, was last Friday. It's the latest scheduling innovation to give members more time to meet with constituents. Through Friday, the House was in session for 19 days compared with 33 for the Senate. That's this year. If they stick to their current schedule, including two weeks off in April, a week in May and July, plus all of August, kind of like my schedule, House members will spend 97 days in Washington this year. (laughs) Even I work more. Even the mad dog works more than that. 97 days. Wow. Wow. The House was in session 108 days and 48, according to the chamber's archives, compared with 141 last year. This is an election year, and people want to see more of their constituents at House Majority Leader John Bonner of Ohio, Boehner, Boehner, Boehner. During the first two months of the year, House members logged a total of 47 hours in the Capitol. They took almost the entire month of January, while the Senate confirmed Sam Alito to the Supreme Court. And they started singing Deutschland über alles. For both chambers, work weeks have become short in recent years. Roll call votes are seldom scheduled for Mondays or Fridays. In the House, they're often postponed until late Tuesday. As a result, it's difficult to schedule committee meetings. Some panels meet when Congress isn't in session, but not often. When in Washington, lawmakers do a lot of multitasking. Last week, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Arlen Bush Inspector of Pennsylvania struggled to write an immigration bill for the full Senate as panel members drifted in and out of the room. They were juggling a floor debate on the budget and other meetings. Critics contend Congress needs time to discuss important issues. The Tuesday to Thursday work schedule is a detriment, said Representative Dan Lundgren, Republican of California, who served five terms in the House during the 80s and retired last year. And was returned last year, it should say. Some experts think that's what it says. Uh, Absentee Congress isn't bad. I don't think there's anything wrong with them being out of Washington, said John Samples of the Cato Institute, a think tank that favors limited government. They might be better represented. Yeah, In other words, stay the hell away. They can't do as much damage. Like this one here. <laughs> See, they're, like, what I tell you, they're yucking it up, man. Years
3: ago, Gavin Newsom, and
0: everything is a big yuck up with these guys. Just like when, when Hermann Gering Rumsfeld holds his press conference and starts talking about the Nazis and all that other crap. And they're all yuck up. Yuck, yuck, you know, everything's a big joke. People are dying like crazy. We've got more blood on their hands, like a like an ocean of blood, and everything's a big joke. And what are we getting all bent out of shape about? Look at that, 1,018 votes already, man. We're kicking big, fat, smelly ass. How's that new sales manager coming, by the way? How's he coming where? WQAM on the trip back to North Carolina. Q-A-M.
4: How are you doing, Neil?
0: Great. What's
4: well, for your call what about religion? Uh, mind control. Okay. How about That's brainwashing?
0: Isn't that better brainwashed?
4: Absolutely. The same thing. Sure.
0: Absolutely. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Thank you. You heathen bastard. Okay, brainwashing that heathen just said. He's going to be down there. He won't be mm-hmm. up there.
6: Down there
1: with the liberals go. Down
0: there with us, with all the liberals, man. They're going to be all down there having a big old liberal la Go to hell. Right, we're going. We're on our way.
1: Not to
2: my
0: knowledge, no. WQAM, hello. QAM. Oh, this was going to be our best call of the day. I I could smell it. That stench that uh, Robert Reich was talking about. Not there. WQAM, hello. QAM.
4: Does Roberto
0: have a long one? WQAM, hello. Joyce, don't forget the pipe. (laughs)
5: <laughs> I don't oh. have it
0: yet. Yeah, we'd like, to, we'd like to take the pipe to Joyce, all right, but not the kind he's talking about. The lead pipe. Or maybe just a pipe una bamba. bomba. WQAM,
4: hello. Hey, Neil. how are you? Okay.
0: Uh, that's all I wanted to know. Okay. <coughs> WQAM, hello.
4: You know it's hard out here for a <laughs> shooting.
0: WQAM line nine. This will be Eddie. Eddie line. Ain't nothing there. Well, what just happened there? I hit it. Psych. Oh, okay. And our last call, WQAM.
4: Hey, Neil, I just want to let the audience know that uh, if they go to www.znu.net, they can download the whole South Park episode. It's on there on the Operation Clambake website.
0: You mean Tom uh, in the closet?
4: You Yeah, you can download the entire thing there, and it's uh, with Matt... Matt Stone and Trey Parker's blessing, so it's totally excellent.
0: Easy. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Yeah, good news. Of course, uh, we are hearing rumors that it's going to be on again tomorrow night, and then Josh keeps telling us the new season of uh, South Park is tomorrow night.
6: This is true. So, well, uh, so you'll have to tune in to find out who's got the uh, MS, Okay, I will say Comedy Central's site. Um, they put up you're able to watch a clip from it. Yeah. Just when uh, R. Kelly About goes Tom up and Johnny tries to get him out, come out of the closet.
3: Excuse me, but I do believe that sucked Yeah.
6: Well, too bad.
0: 5, 6, 7, 0, 5, 60. Oh, look at that all of a sudden I was just I had all my pile I got to get my pile baby I got to get my piles going don't you don't you feel like uh, compelled to get your piles going and if you keep eating that howie stuff they will uh, be I already got soon. it going
6: wow it's going strong
0: WQYM pile line hello not there QAM hello
4: hey Willie really. sure yes, I put the coffee down Coffee for closes and how about just... yeah
0: okay WQAM hello <phone rings> doing doing lines. Mm-hmm. Not yet, (laughs) both kinds. WDQAM, hello.
4: Yes, um, I was checking my receipt, and could you tell Tom Jicka that he overcharged me for the salad bar? Thank you.
0: Oh, by the way, speaking of Tom Jicka, he's going to be on um, uh, Friday night for Eddie Kay after the Panther-Ranger game. Boy, I'm sure that a lot of our people will be calling in, Tom. Hey, nice job on Neil's 30th anniversary, Tom. Not. Nice job covering the local uh, radio and TV scene. Not. Tom. But they won't do that. They'll just call up and talk about sports and stupid crap. You know that they'll call up, kiss his ass. Oh, Tom, you're uh, right on top of things. Tom, you're so right. Yeah, you because know? that—that's the way talk show callers generally are. Except ours, of course. Ours like just right, 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 annoying. Right. But everybody really right. like that. Well, no, I, I'd rather have annoying than ass kissers. I can't stand butt kissing calls. Oh, Larry, you're so
3: wonderful, Larry.
0: What's the question? What's the?
3: You're wonderful, Larry.
0: What's the question? God. 10.56 at 5.60 WQM. We're less than two hours away from Marlins Baseball. Oh. Wow. Well, we sure miss Joe Angel, I'll tell you that. You know, in looking up a lot of those old polls to bring back uh, for a second time. So we did a poll one day, back in the day when Joe Angel and Dave O'Brien were doing the uh, Marlin games. And Joe Angel just kicked his ass like about 4 to 1 out of about 1,000 votes. He be just pum- pummeled Dave O'Brien, not even close. So I guess uh, the Marlins didn't like Joe Angel because he was too good. You know, being outdoors a lot in South Florida, you really need comfortable shoes, so the only place to go is Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. Brandy's carries all the major brands like Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance, tons of other name brands in all sizes for men and women. They even carry wide widths and hard-to-find sizes, too, if you've got funky feet. Brandy Shoes is the largest independent shoe retailer in all of South Florida, and when you see the selection value you'll get, uh, you get at Brandy's, you'll see why I've been telling you about them for years and you'll see why this copy is so good. Go see our good friend Arnie. He'll get you the right fitting uh, shoes for your feet. Brandy's isn't like a department store where you have to wait a long time to get service, and then they tell you, oh, guess what? We don't have those shoes in your size anyway. The only thing they do with Brandy's shoes is uh, shoes, so you never have to worry about size, selection, or service. Brandy's shoes you'll find up at 1290 North, Atlantic, uh, North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach between Atlantic and Copins Road on the east side. That's 1290 North Federal. You can't miss it. Open Monday through Saturday till 9 and every Sunday till 5. And this week is a great time to buy men's shoes at Brandy's if you're size 14 and over. If you've got big platypus kind of feet, take 10 bucks off on all men's brands and check out our men's and women's hush puppies on sale at 20% off this week, too. So be sure to get your butt into Brandy's this week or shop for shoes on their website at Brandy'sShoes.com.
3: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560QAX. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? No, I never made the first move. I saw you, Sarah. Yeah. I wasn't looking at you. No, I was looking nowhere at you. I think it was one at first sight. Oh my God. I'm so unlucky. What really? really? I met a girl. Oh, I'm wonder. She had a goiter. I gave her a link too. But she named Earl, uh. and her legs were full of hair. Hey. And all her teeth were black. <laughs> She smelled like wine and turpentine and had a big hole on her back. <laughs> She's, hideous. She's hideous. She's hideous. She's hideous times too. Absolutely. And if you saw her face in a crowded place, you would throw up in your mouth. Oh,
5: that was bad. That was a
0: nasty cheap shot at poor Janet, wasn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. I target. Huh? It was all right. Oh, speaking of Candy Cowley, it's 11 o'clock at 560 WQM. We got... Harlan's baseball coming up at 12.50. Less than uh, what? Less than three hours away, right? Right. What's the big deal with that? Or less than two hours away. My math is usually pretty good. Less than two hours away. Three sounds like an awful long time, doesn't it? Yeah, too long. the sun is shining. It looks really nice. looks like a good day at Woodbine today for me. In fact, when that, in that bit we just played where he's talking about uh, she smells of wine, and I'm thinking hangs out at Woodbine would be the next good line. But nevertheless. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Tom Cruise versus South Park, in case you've been asleep. This is why everybody's talking about uh, that episode, which uh, I think a lot of people that don't even watch South Park want to see that episode. You know what I'm saying? They ought to. Parker and Stone, the million year war for Earth has just begun. <laughs> Trey Parker and Matt Stone. They, they are, uh, they're a panic. They're, <laughs> they're the best. Yeah, it ought to be a real the Absolute company. best. Actor Tom Cruise threatened to boycott the promotion for his upcoming Paramount Pictures film unless a sister cable TV network... Hey, Tom, sister, how's it going, baby? Tommy. I
2: don't care who you are, you fairy.
0: Unless a sister cable TV network pulled a South Park rerun lampooning the Church of Scientology industry sources said on Friday. See, the Lord is punishing me already. Mm-hmm. I can't speak. Representatives for Paramount and Cruz, a prominent Scientologist, denied he made any such threats or had anything to do with the Comedy Central Network cancelling plans to air a repeat of the South Park episode titled Trapped in the Closet last Wednesday. Trapped in the Closet. Tom and John Travolta are trapped in the closet. You fairy. And they won't come out. Trey Parker and Matt Stone, creators of the crudely animated cartoon hit, issued a quirky statement filled with references to Scientology and the science fiction writings of church founder L. Ron Hubbub, suggesting Scientology was behind the scheduling change. <laughs> oh, isn't it? It is. I thought for sure it was. There are no coincidences. I am above the law! So, Scientology, you've won this battle, but the million year war for Earth has just begun, the peer wrote. Temporarily, oh, there's that word again, anisonizing our episode. Will not stop us from keeping thetans forever trapped in your pitiful man-bodies, curses, and drat. You have obstructed <laughs> us for now, but your feeble bid to save humanity will fail. Hail Xenu. Hail Xenu. Oh, I've got to be careful which of these drop-ins I play. You know what I'm saying? There's awful. Oh, I, know. I know you, I know you believe very gotta... well, but my favorite, of course.
3: Excuse me, but I do believe that stuff. That's
6: always the fun. I've got to find the Dudley Do-Right music.
0: Instead of the Tom Cruise episode, the network aired reruns of two South Park episodes featuring featuring the character of Chef, voiced by veteran soul singer Isaac Hayes, also a Scientologist, who quit the show earlier this week. Of course, that depends if you believe that. The article we had yesterday said he didn't quit it because he's like uh, a vegetable. Comedy Central, which, like Paramount, is owned by Viacom, Inc. declined comment on the rerun switch, other than to say, in light of the events earlier this week, we wanted to give Chef an appropriate tribute by airing two episodes he's most known for. Two and, there's the music. And Can draft. Dudley do right? Hey, Dudley, guess what? I don't care who you are, you fairy. Two industry sources familiar with the situation told Reuters Comedy Central pulled the Trapped in the Closet episode from its South Park rerun rotation after Cruz threatened to cease promotion of his upcoming Paramount film, Mission Impossible, The Turd. And anyway. spokesman, Paul Block said neither the actor nor his representatives had anything to do with the scheduling of South Park reruns and that Cruz had never said anyone he'd refused to promote his film. Paramount spokeswoman Janet Hill denied any knowledge of such a threat. South Park, heading into its 10th season next week, is one of Comedy Central's biggest hits, centers on the antics of four foul mouthed fourth graders in a small Colorado town. Outlandish religious satire has been a mainstay of the show since its debut in '97, poking fun at Catholics, Jews, Mormons, Buddhists, and Muslims. One early episode featured a martial arts duel between Jesus and Santa Claus over the true meaning of Christmas. While Hayes said that the show's ridicule of religion generally is his reason for leaving the series, so instead in a statement on Monday, the Soul Singer was specifically upset about the Trapped in the Closet episode, which first aired last fall. In it, the character named Stan scores so high on a Scientology test that church followers think he's the next L. Ron Hubbub. Cruz is depicted locking himself in Stan's closet and then refusing repeated requests by various characters to come out of the closet, including John Travolta, who eventually joins Cruz in the closet. And rightfully so. Hey, John. You fairy. What a joke. That, in fact, uh, next to the uh, priesthood, I think that is the world's biggest sponsor of Scientology. Which, of course, now, didn't you tell me that that, uh, what's her name, Kirstie Alley, that cow? Yes.
2: Oh, have you. you, Have a feeling.
0: Yeah, I sure want to go on a diet based on that bitch. Have a tea, <coughs> Shoveling that uh, crap in her. Oh, God.
3: Excuse me, but I do believe that's just that,
0: uh, Amen. You know, with these breaks we got this hour, we could probably do them all right now. God. We could. Batavia, Ohio. Did you see about this lunatic? You saw the thing on CNN this morning.
6: Which? And what thing?
0: About this uh, Charles Martin guy that killed the uh, neighbor, killed the kid.
6: Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Charles Martin, a real grizzled old fart. Batavia, Ohio. Thank God not Batavia, New York. A man who neighbors say was devoted to his meticulously kept lawn was charged with murder in the shooting of a 15-year-old boy who apparently walked across his yard. Anybody that keeps their lawn too meticulously uh, trimmed, you know, that's a crazy person. That's right. Be afraid. Right. If that's the best thing they got to worry about, then uh, they got something up their sleeve. Probably a gun. Shotgun. Charles Martin called 911 on Sunday afternoon saying calmly, I just killed a kid. Police who released the call's content said Martin also told the dispatcher, I've been harassed by him and his parents for five years. Today just blew it up. Larry Mugrage. You've heard of road rage? No. This is Mugrage. Larry Mugrage, whose family lived next door, was shot in the chest with a shotgun. The high school freshman was pronounced dead at a hospital. Martin, 66, allegedly told police he had several times had problems with neighbors walking on his lawn. He remained jailed without bond yesterday. His jailer said no attorney was listed for him. Neighbors said Martin lived alone quietly. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's one of the worst signs. Often sitting in front of his one-story home with its neat lawn, well-trimmed shrubbery and flagpole, with U.S. and Navy flags flying. There's the definitive sign. Joanne Ritchie, 46, said mug raid was known as a good kid. In fact, the only thing worse than those kind of flags is living near somebody that's got, like, one of those uh, banners flying that says, He is risen. Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> Man, look out for that. <laughs> Joanne Ritchie, 46, said Mug Rage was known as a good kid. She said he always considered Martin to be friendly. Union Township is near Batavia, about 20 miles east of Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, brother, a bastion of right-wing lunatics. Wow. But Like that. Speaking of that, WQAM, hello.
4: WQAM. Hey.
0: Yes, sir. Who's this,
4: George?
0: Yeah.
4: No, it's not. How you doing? I'm Pretty calling good. about the. Uh, Who's this? The... This George? No. Yes. What do you hey. got, Pally?
0: Come on, speak to me.
4: Hey, I'm calling, Neil. How you doing? I'm calling about that cut that you used for Al Pacino, man. I want to know what movie that's from. I'm sorry, man. I'm the dying. I don't care out. who
2: you are, you fairy. Glen Gary Glenn <laughs>
0: Ross, man. Yeah, what is it? Glenn, Gary Glenn. They're very very good right or there are movies that absolutely suck because <laughs> they take uh, like everything that. they'll take any offer Is that what it is Yeah so you never know what, what's that movie he's in with Johnny Depp
6: Pacino Which one
0: Some Carlito's Way is that it? is
6: Johnny Depp in that one No no you're thinking of uh, Donnie Brasco Donnie Brasco yeah
0: No no I'm not thinking I know Donnie Brasco no uh, uh, Carlito's Way who's in that with Pacino is it De Niro
6: Sean Penn? way, Just awful. Just horrible. Sean Penn, I think, is in that. Oh, well,
0: like I said, I like Sean Penn. He's not yeah. as a person, but as, uh, as an actor. As belongs in the pen. 1,065 votes. Holy moly, rat man. What's going on here? Which of these comes to mind first when you think of religion? Faith 202. Well, uh, Faith. Faith Hill? Faith okay. in what? Faith in Bubba Mises. Man, these people. Intolerance 183. That's obviously the correct answer. Stupidity, 158. Well, a lot of these are the correct answer, but certainly not faith. Crutch, 132. A crutch. tax big business, 127. Superstition, 121. Like that. Hocus-pocus, 65. Hocus-pocus gives me the heebie-jeebies. In fact, going to Shoals gives me the heebie-jeebies. Especially when I see all those Orthodox, those getchkis. Child molestia is 32. Salvation, 18. Oh, hallelujah. We're all going to the big place in the sky. Murder, 15, uh, 16. Brainwashing, 7. And fear of death, 4. That, that'll move up. Fear of death. Like Madeline O'Hare used to say, without a hell, religion wouldn't be worth a damn. And look what happened to her now. Oh, she's gone to pieces over it. FBI bosses ignored warnings. There's so many of these stories, you know. So many people ought to be like on death row. Some of these uh, officials, incompetent. A Minneapolis FBI agent testified yesterday that he warned in dozens of communications in August 2001 that a jailed flight student, Zacharias Moussaoui, whose name now they got a new way to pronounce it, which I can't even say it. Zacharias? No, some other way. All right. Was planning a hijacking and blamed criminal negligence by Washington bosses for blunting a chance to stop those 9-11
6: attacks. Well, maybe they didn't want to stop it. Huh? Zacharias?
0: No, I'm, I said a third way. It's either oh. Zacharias or Zacharias, but now they came up with a third way. Carlito's way. <laughs> Special Agent Harry Samet, damn it, under cross-examination as Musawi's death penalty trial resumed after a week-long recess, acknowledged that French intelligence advised the FBI, FBI 12 days before the attacks that Musawi was very dangerous. He was the Mousi Man. A partially declassified French cable of August 30th, 30, 2001, also said he had been indoctrinated by Muslim extremists and had been in Afghanistan. But despite those red flags, Sam, had said a request for a special national security warrant to search Moussaoui's belongings was, like earlier ones, shot down by Headquarters Supervisor Michael Maltby and his boss, David Frasca. He said Maltby had voiced concerns that an inadequately documented warrant request would hurt his career. You ready for that? 3,000 people had to die because this jackass, this a-hole, this ice-hole thought that, uh, you know, if he didn't do it exactly right to the letter of the law, it would hurt his career. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? I Sounds like another brownie, uh, brown nose to me. God, what's going on in your America, man? Take, go back to the very first call of the day. I think the guy had a point. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I'm waiting for Warren Cromarty. Yeah, he'll be on about a half an hour. WQAM, hello. Two AM.
4: Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Wait, what exactly is the poll today? I'm sorry, I missed it.
0: The poll is: Why do people call the show and ask what the poll is? That's the poll. What, what kind of person does that? And the answer so far is only a-holes. By the way, the crow, when he's on uh, at about 11.30, is going to tell you about whether they really use the soap or the body wash in the locker room? Go in the le- locker room and pump, pump, pump. He'll tell you. Oh, right he, he's right he's there. been in there. He's I, been in there. I saw him yesterday. He was in here. The crow? Yeah. You smelled him yesterday? He was here. Oh, it must have been that cashmere bouquet scent again. Mmm. Wow. He must roll around in it. And the cashmere bouquet, too. I just don't get it. I never smelt a guy in my life like quite like that. 11 13 at 560 WQM, only about an hour and a half away from Marlins Baseball oh. with Dave Van Boring and Roxy Foxy. <laughs> you know, when it comes to mattresses, there are a lot of gimmicks going these days, I'm sure. The
3: you, God. Next time on Miracle Workers. Miracle doctors from across the country are now making possible what was previously thought impossible.
1: This was George just
3: two weeks ago. But they're... they We did a total brain transplant, and now we're hoping that something intelligent might come out of his mouth. And now, the moment of truth. Well, it's a uh, partial victory. Uh, At least every other word out of his that mouth that. isn't... Terrorism.
4: Terrorism.
3: Terrorist. Terrorist. Terrorism. Oh, Terrorism. Terrorized. No. Terrorist. terrorists, terrorists, Terrorist. Wait a minute. It's the same brain. I, 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 I forgot to I, I, tell you. I, I, Terry Schiavo's brain rejected
0: him. That's next week. How do you like that? So he's got Terry's brain. I wonder if he's got Terry's... Cube. Brain. We'll find out. We'll do a little research in that, okay? We'll just investigate. We'll put Robert Greeper on it. Hey, Robert. What are you going to do about it? You fairy. Iraqi police report details civilians' deaths at the hands of U.S.
6: troops. Have you heard about this? Yes, I read it on the site, as a matter of fact. On our site? On our own See, we site. See, we've got some
0: good news stories on our site. Some yes, bedtime we do. Stories,
6: if you, people would take a look at that, as opposed to just I get look a at uh, the pictures that we don't have any. Every chance I get.
0: Iraqi police have accused American troops of executing 11 people, including a 75-year-old. In fact, Josh thinks we've got some great stories on there, too, but probably too many.
6: I'm sorry? I just walked in the room. Yeah, he just got back from a visit. A trace. No, no. That was a one-ski, man. We got 40-second breaks here.
0: You're telling me? I have never... Listen, last time, this is like the 21st of March. Spring has sprung, okay? I've been in this market 100 years. I have never on this particular day seen a log that looks like this, okay? In fact, this morning, I dropped a better log in the bowl than, than what we got here today for this show. Chris you got a lot of work cut out for you, Chris. I'll tell you that right now, man. You, you've got a real big pile of work cut out for you, especially with that group of dunderheads you got back there. Iraqi police have accused American troops of executing 11 people, including a 75-year-old woman and a 6-month-old infant. I don't understand why they're not bringing our troops candy and flowers. In the aftermath of a raid last Wednesday in a house about 60 miles north of Baghdad, the villagers were killed after American troops herded them into a single room of the house according to a police document obtained by Knight Ritter Newspapers. The soldiers also burned three vehicles, killed the villagers' animals, and blew up the house. Other than that, everything was just fine. You know? Oh,
6: we're yeah. fine.
0: U.S. military spokesman Major Tim Keefe said that the U.S. military has no information to support the allegations. Of course not. And that he hadn't heard of them before a reporter brought them to his attention Sunday. We're concerned to hear accusations like that, but it's also highly unlikely that they're true, he said. Right. He added, the U.S. forces take every precaution to keep civilians out of harm's way. The loss of innocent life, especially children, is regrettable, he said. Accusations that U.S. troops have killed civilians are commonplace in Iraq, though most are judged later to be unfounded or exaggerated. Navy investigators announced last week they were looking into whether Marines intentionally killed 15 Iraqi civilians, four of them women and five of them children, during fighting last November. But the report of the killings in Abu Sifa, area of Ishaki, eight miles north of Balad, is unusual because it originated with the Iraqi police. And because Iraqi police were willing to attach their names to it. In fact, this article has got the, if you want to, like, read the whole thing, it's got the police report attached to it. Okay. And the police police report, not that the religious fanatics over there, you understand, but the the police report starts out by saying, in the name of God the most merciful, this is the morning and afternoon events of uh, March 15, 2006. In the name of God the most merciful. Oh, jeez.
6: No, not here. The report which
0: all... The report, which also contained brief descriptions of other events in the air, was compiled by the Joint Coordination Center in Tikrit. That's why you were reading it. You saw a joint. Okay. A regional security center set up with U.S. military assistance. An Iraqi police colonel signed the report, which is based on communications from local police. Well, they're dying like flies. And it's they quit getting in the way, you know, all that right. pain in the ass uh, bystander.
6: Damn collateral we'll getting in the Right, way.
0: collateral damage, man. Collateral damage. Just stay out of our way, okay? We're here to bring you peace and love and uh, freedom and democracy, whether you want it or not. Here's the Eddie line. QAM.
4: Hi there.
0: Yes,
5: ma'am.
3: Uh, good morning to you and George. And, and George. Uh, someone sent me that wonderful Robert. article about you uh, in your 30 years, and it was well deserved. Mm-hmm. Two quick things uh that um pasta uh i'd like to recommend a uh hodgson h-o-d-g-s-o-n mill whole whole wheat grain it's delicious i don't know if you get it up there in canada
0: pasta is it low-carb pasta
4: Low carb,
3: uh, let's see. Well, I can't
0: eat regular pasta. That's the whole idea of why we're talking low about the bean here, because it's low carb. Yeah,
3: 40
0: grams. Oh, forget about that. Can't I'm eat sorry. that.
3: Okay, I don't know what diabetic. I don't want
0: to it be croaking on that. Wheat. Okay, well, thanks anyway, sweetheart. Go away. How you like that? It's whole wheat. Basta con la pasta, whole wheat in my ass, okay? I doubt
6: it. A whole wheat. I bet it's pretty white. Get out of here with that stuff.
0: See, all of a sudden we're getting pasta calls. Dreamfields. the reason I got, uh, I found it online accidentally because I was looking for that shirataki uh, stuff, those noodles, man, the stuff that smells like rancid fish. Oh, God. In fact, how can you tell a fish is rancid? It all smells the same anyway. But anyway, anywho, mm-hmm. Dreamfields. There's a link right there on our website on our home page, right under the poll. Is it under the pole again today? Let me take a look. It's over there somewhere. That's under the pool, right above the picture of uh, Osama morphing into O.J. We should put a
6: picture of pasta on there.
0: It should probably say Greenfield's low-carb pasta would be better. I don't want to get Eric uh, involved in more work, okay? Because I already sent him tomorrow's poll. I don't want to get him, like, involved in a lot of work. It's hard work. But it should probably say low-carb, because otherwise people look at that, if they aren't listening and paying attention, like that lady had no idea what I was talking about. And they say, well, why, why is, this, is this like a sponsor or something? No. Am I promoting it? Yes, of course I am, because I found it, and I'm using it, and I'm eating it, and I'm loving it, and it's not uh, having any detrimental effect on my blood sugar. Yeah, sure, it goes up some, and then it comes back down. What goes up must come down, like our ratings, like this radio station, okay? We reached the pinnacle, man, a while back. Is it two years ago, spring, or a year ago in the spring? When we a lot had Joe Rose doing 8 to 10. 10. Remember that after they dumped out Pharrell? It's a we blur. were it's kicking a ass, plight. man. We had a great spring book. And then, of course, they decided to uh, mess with success. They weren't satisfied with that. We didn't have any potty mouths on here, except for me. We didn't have any uh, problems at that point. So let's start creating some problems. Joyce. Yeah, let's read Joyce, okay? Let's go over there and give her ass what for. Well, from out here, it should be an easy target because from what Norma said, she's all ass. Hey, Joyce, guess what? We don't give a crap what you say about these words.
2: I don't care who you are, you fairy.
0: Right. I don't know why I keep playing that one. Eric is on the uh, case. It just
2: cost me
6: $6,000. How much? I beg your pardon? Eric's on a case of it? Yeah, he's going to
2: put put a logo on
0: there. there.
6: It's going to get spruced up real party.
0: Well, it doesn't... I'm not... Look, what do we owe them? They didn't... I mean, I I paid for it. I can get nothing for free. And I don't mind paying for it. At least the pasta, anyway. No, seriously. I don't mind it. Because it was damn good. It's one of the greatest things I ever discovered in my life. I'm excited about it. And I'm not going to eat it every day, although I will say I came here on Friday... Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I've eaten it four days in a row. I will not be eating it today because today is Woodbine Tuesday because of the ball game. So I'm taking a break from it today. Now, tomorrow, that's another story. Who knows? Humans for the worst extinction since dinosaurs. Don't get sore about it. That dinosaurus. What's worse, dinosaurus or minotaurus?
6: Oh, you'd have to explain them to me.
0: Oh. Humans are responsible for the worst spate of extinction since the dinosaurs and must make unprecedented extra efforts to reach a goal of slowing losses by 2010, a UN report said yesterday. We're killing them, man. We're wiping them out. Habitats ranging from coral reefs to tropical rainforests face mounting threats. The Secretary of the UN Convention on Biological Diversity said in the report, I didn't even know there was a UN Convention on Biological Diversity, issued at the start of March in a meeting in Curitiba, Brazil. Brazil, ever go with that Brazil stuff again? Well, then, Brazilians. you think we got any Brazilians listening to the show. I
6: doubt it. We'll, we'll put them on the floor.
0: We don't talk about soccer enough. Brazil. In effect, we're currently responsible for the sixth major extinction event in the history of Earth, and the greatest since the dinosaurs disappeared 65 million years ago. Well, what would the uh, God Squad think about that 65 million year crap, huh? That's more that communist garbage, more that propaganda. We know the Earth is only like six, 7,000 years old, the universe, because God woke up one day and said, hey, I'm bored. Let's uh, snap my fingers and uh, create some crap. Apart from the disappearance of the dinosaurs, the other Big Five extinctions were about 205, 250, 375, and 440. Those are all million years ago. Scientists suspect that asteroid strikes, volcanic eruptions, or sudden climate shifts may explain those five, the Big Five. A rising human population of six and a half billion was undermining the environment for animals and plants via pollution, expanding cities, deforestation, and uh, in, uh, Jeff DeForest, introduction of alien species, and global warming. It said, "We don't want you here, Jeff DeForest." That's what Joe uh, Bell said. Said you're a cornball. It's estimated the current pace of extinctions was a thousand times faster than historical rates, jeopardizing a global goal said at a 2002 UN summit in Johannesburg to achieve by 2010 a significant reduction in the current rate of biodiversity loss. Unprecedented additional efforts will be needed to achieve the 2010 biodiversity target at national, regional, and global levels, it would be saying. The report was bleaker than a first UN review of the diversity of life issued in 2001. Bleak. According to a red list compiled by the World Conservation Union, 844 animals and plants are known to have gone extinct in the last 500 years, ranging from the dodo... The dodo. I guess they don't know some of our audience... (laughs) To the golden toad in Costa Rica is what I've been told. It says the figures are probably a big underestimate. The golden toad. You ever see a golden toad? Not lately. On the road? Probably ran some over. We didn't even know it. The direct causes of biodiversity, loss, habitat, change, overexploitation, the introduction of invasive alien species, nutrient loading, and climate change show no sign of abating, the report said. Despite the threats, it said the 2010 goal was by no means an impossible one. The dream. Oh, come on, Perry Como. The impossible that you can do it. You got it? Fine, wheel. It. I, can find that I bet you got the impossible dream with Perry. Prop him up. Give him a little oxygen. Stick the cube in the corner of his mouth where the pepper ju- pepperoni juice drool is uh, dripping down. It's impossible. That's not the impossible dream. That's it's no, impossible. No, but it's
6: impossible by Perry Como. So.
0: It's impossible to sing when you're dead. Look, we'll you we were thinking it wrong. Do we yeah, have a change in the schedule now? Yeah. So, because I just got a new schedule for... um, This is about tomorrow, is that it? I don't know. Well, I'm sure it is, and the only thing about that is that we got the Hurricanes in Michigan, but because we got the Panther Capital game, which is a muy importante game, the game of the year so far, if you ask me, and we beat the Caps every time, I mean, they do, Uh, because of that... We got hurricane warm up on AM 1360, 3 tomorrow night, and hurricanes in Michigan, NIT game at 8 o'clock on AM 1360. The cat,
3: catch the cat, kill it. Bring it by the tail, milk it a little
0: bit, AM. and then pat it
7: they put the lemon in the pepsi and they took it back out they put the lemon in the pepsi but it's not there anymore they put the lemon in the pepsi and they took it back out they put the lemon in the pepsi and be me when they took it out i said mommy oh, i don't like it with the lime." i said mommy i feel a lot less like the woman, mommy yeah i haven't felt this sad mommy since they discontinued you tab Mm-hmm. They put the lemon in the Pepsi and they took it all away. They put the lime in the Pepsi, but it doesn't taste the same. I used to drink lemon Pepsi with my thing between my legs, and I would hover in my heels and twinkle down and I'd drink <laughs> yeah, I like think i Maybe doctor pepper would be better. Mommy doctor pepper. The would be a pepper too. Doctor busy, you could be busy. Mommy doctor, I cannot buy you. It would be great. Sometimes I wish I was great. They put the lemon in the Pepsi,
3: but they took it
6: all away. Let me say it again. Diet Pepsi with lime. Pretty good. Have you had it yet? Yes, I have. It's uh, in stores now. Pretty good stuff, and you can actually you. buy it in the
0: big liter bottles. And pretty I tried liter. the
6: vanilla; too sweet, even the diet.
0: Ooh, vanilla.
6: Yeah. Fair. Yeah.
0: Anyway, here's the facts from Dane and who Says for your poll, which of these comes to mind first when you think of religion? Brainwash, which has uh, 14 votes. Dane. Now he is he or she happens to be right. Yes. Is that he, Dane? Whoever. Great Dane. Anyway, it happens to be right in that we left it off originally, but uh, we just added it. Uh, it's got 14 vote. Out of 1,115, we got over 1,100 votes. It's not even, it's just barely 1,130. Aren't you impressed by that? I sure am. What's Mm -hmm. that all about? I don't know. Because I didn't stick that baby on there until like about 6 or 7 o'clock last night. Man. Here is your boy, John McCain. I don't mean you. I mean like uh, the public. Oh, thank you. Uh, Well, not us. There have been a number of signs lately that Senator John McCain, eyeing 2008, is cozying up to the Republican establishment, but this one just might be the surest one yet. This is from muckraker.com. Muck. The Washington Post reported yesterday that McCain had hired Terry Nelson to be a senior advisor to his political committee, the Straight Talk America PAC. Who is Terry Nelson? George W. Bush's National Political Director in 2004 for one. It's just the latest example of McCain's strategy of taking what he can of Bush's money infrastructure. As the Post reports, he's been busily recruiting pioneers, rangers, and super rangers from 2004. The Bush crowd. But there's one crucial telling detail about Terry Nelson that the Post leaves out, and that's his role in the money laundering scheme for which Tom DeLay is being prosecuted down in Texas. Nelson was the Deputy Chief of Staff of the Republican National Committee in 2002 when the alleged crime occurred. His role was crucial, although he hasn't been charged yet. His, he is named right there in the indictment. Delay and his money, man. John Colliandro and Jim Ellis are accused of trying to get around to Texas law against using corporate money to fund candidates. To do that, they wrote a check to the RNC and had the RNC bounce the money back to the Texas candidates they wanted to fund. According to the indictment, the scheme was laid out to Terry Nelson and he made sure the RNC carried it out. So what gives? Senator McCain, Mr. Campaign Finance Reform, has just hired a man who allegedly played a key role in breaking campaign financing laws to advise him on how to spend his tax money. Anything to win in two thousand eight question mark? And the answer of course is Absolutely. you bet. Phony, like I always told you about John McCain. Phony Baloney, campaign reform, my ass. Amen. You realize we got only like another hour and fifteen minutes until ballgame time? We better talk real really, really there. fast. And take a lot of really good calls if they ever come in. 5670560, pound 560, and the Verizon singular wireless line, Marlins and the uh, Dodgers from, uh, where is it? Jupiter. Man, big stuff coming up. Is it in Jupiter?
6: Yeah. Thank you. See,
0: so, you now I thought it said that on my, yeah, it did, originally on my original schedule, and this, this uh, revised schedule is a piece of crap because they took that out. Where, who, who made this? Where did this come
6: from? This revised uh, schedule?
0: Yeah, it sure didn't come from Clarence, because he's not in the building. He's up in Michigan, man. He's in Ann Arbor. Right. Smoking big fat ones up there in Ann Arbor with the Wolverines. Robert gave it to me. Robert! aha, uh-huh. Robert gave it to you. Guy, Sabotage. Yeah, see what I'm saying? He even took, he changed this thing around a little bit, even for today's, just to try to screw me up a little bit. Guy, The hell with you, Robert. You're not fooling anybody, you idiot.
2: I don't care who you are, you fair. Exactly.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself. WQAM Robert Greeper line, hello. QAM? Greepmeister, not there. WQAM. hello.
4: Hey Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Good. Yeah, I was driving down Federal Highway and I saw a tropical taxi. They were pulling out
5: and they found
4: out about Google and it was all they heard before.
5: So they,
4: sh- they should have been here before 12 because they left in on the Yovan, and it was all there before
0: Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Too bad. You see, says, "You all these people that go away, they always come back mm-hmm. like a
1: bad penny, you know." No,
0: I know. But you see, don't work this time no more. Don't work. WQAM. Hello. QAM. See, they beat the beat the last one by a mile. WQAM. Hello.
4: Hey Neil, how are you? Okay. Hey, uh, I had a Chris Moron flashback when I heard Geldy calling that winning shot this morning on the... Oh, my God. He must have really? been going to Chris Moron school or I, didn't, I didn't hear that. Oh, I know you scored a
0: winning goal on a breakaway in overtime, that's all I know. I didn't hear that. Maybe we got that, Josh.
4: Yeah, it is terrible. Listen
0: to it if you can. Okay, Bye. thanks. Thanks for the heads down. We got it? I'll look for it. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Since they screwed him over, Josh just ain't the same. You notice that? Oh, no, he's the same.
6: I'm looking through these panthers piece. bin. I didn't exactly
0: uh, put the in panthers the panthers bin. Now. We have a panthers bin. It's more like a trough. Uh, I see. Oh yeah. Well, let's all go to the trough and uh, pig out. Remember those days, the trough?
6: Sure, the salad days.
0: Mm mm. Yeah. I remember those days when we had an audience. We had sponsors. We had like uh, real right. salespeople. Oh boy. What a what a time that what was. What station was that on? Uh, not this one. <laughs> I think IOD. Let's see. For the poll, Bullschmidt, says Mike in Melbourne. Well, there you go. How's that? Let's get Bullschmidt on there without the end. Let's get it on. Why are you looking for a guilty in that? <laughs> Winning goal by Ole Jokinen last night. is 33rd of the season in overtime on a breakaway. We got it? We're looking. We're looking for it. We'll find it. If it's really bad, we'll play it.
3: Ow! <laughs> Not that
0: we want to embarrass guilty or anything like that. Way too much guilty on the station these days. All right, I, I got,
5: got it. it. Richards breaks into the Panther zone now off of feet
3: control. Ranger has it at the Panther line. Stole it away. Here comes Jokinen. Breakaway to win it in overtime. Only in front. He shoots. He scores! Okay, Ole! Jokinen, 33rd! And the captain has won it! The Panthers, who were up 5-1, saw the lead go away, but they win it 6-5 in overtime. Thank you very much, Oli Jokinen. What a game!
0: Okay, that's enough of it. What was wrong with that? Oh, and then, I'll tell you what was wrong with it. You. you let Red Deer Randy get in there. Hey, Randy, by the way, I hope you got Tommy's memo. He said you're a jackass, and don't be, don't be telling the board ops to cross spots out. All we want is the money at this station. We don't care about all your uh, fancy Dan, all your BS in Buffalo, and where uh, you know stealing all of Rick Generets lines about where Grandma puts the uh, cookies in the uh, top shelf. We don't give a crap about that, Randy. Go back to Red Deer and quit bossing people around you, idiot. Here's a guy that fancies himself like a real broadcaster. Grimmer was sure right about him. Iraq was a wash in cash. We played footballs with football with bricks of $100 bills, says uh, some goofball. You ready for this? Talk about the US Yeah, president. I want to puke. At the beginning of the Iraq war, the U.N. entrusted $23 billion of Iraqi money to the U.S.-led coalition to redevelop the country. With the infrastructure of the country still in ruins, where all that money gone? Remember that song by Peter, Paul, and Mary? Where has yes. all the money gone? Remember that? I do. Callum McCray and Ali Fadil are on one of the greatest financial scandals of all time. This is in the British Guardian. It's a long article. It'll be on our website. Is it on today? I guess it'll be on tomorrow. Where have all the flowers gone?
6: It's Kingston, Kingston Trio, by the way.
0: Oh, well, Paul
6: Mary <laughs> done it, too. Sorry. I'm sure this is the original. we talk on them? No.
0: Long time passing. Well, you 62. got that by the Kingston Where Trio. Don't you have the MTA? The Will he ever return? Will he ever return? Come on. I've asked you many times for the MTA. No, I'm looking.
6: No, the only King- yeah. King trio song I got.
0: See now, this is really something. I think this is an omen, an old man, because just the other day we were talking about the Brothers Four, and you played a little bit of that Greenfields by the Brothers Four. Right. I was talking about Greenfields. you played Greenfields. that must have been yesterday. Right. And uh, and now we got Where Have All the Flowers Gone by the Kingston the Weinstein Trio. Huh. Wow. They were good back when folk music was big in the early '60s, baby. What year is that? Say, '61, '62. 62, but well, I'm close. I'm right. I'm Here. right there. Where there are
6: boats, always you know? within a year.
0: I got my thumb right near it. Wait till I get my thumb on it. In a dilapidated maternity and pediatric hospital in Diwania, a hundred miles south of Baghdad, Zahara and Abbas, premature twins just two days old, lie desperately ill. The hospital has neither the equipment or the drugs that could save their lives. On the other side of the world, in a federal courthouse in Virginia, two, uh, you, uh, two men. One a former CIA agent and Republican candidate for Congress, the other a former armor ranger, are found guilty of fraudulently obtaining $3 million intended for the reconstruction of Iraq. These two events have no direct link, but they're nonetheless products of the same thing, a financial scandal that in terms of sheer scale must rank as one of the greatest in history. In history. How do you like that? Oh,
4: my God.
0: At the start of the Iraq war, around $23 billion worth of Iraqi money was placed in the trusteeship of the U.S.-led coalition by the U.N. The money known as the Development Fund for Iraq and consisting of the proceeds of oil sales, frozen Iraqi bank accounts, and seized Iraqi assets was to be used in a transparent manner, specified the U.N., for purposes benefiting the peoples of Iraq. For the past few months, we've been working on a Guardian Films investigation into what happened to that money. What we discovered was that a great deal of it has been wasted, stolen, or frittered away. For the coalition, it's been a catastrophe of its own making. For the Iraqi people, it's been a tragedy. But it's also a financial and political scandal that runs right to the heart of the nightmare that's engulfing Iraq today. Good job, W-Man. You're doing it. And it's a long article, like I said, will be on our website tomorrow, from the Guardian, no less, where you get some real news.
3: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh, baby, let's turn this mother out. Pop the magic rapper is on my TV. No one heard of him before, or his name is Pop Daddy. I said that's Pop the Magic Rapper won't be here that long. Not unless he learns to sing or to write a friggin' song. I said Pop the Magic Rapper is all over MTV. Only because someone shot notorious B.I.G. that guy. Maybe someone should tell him, making it this way is wrong. Picking at your dead best friends seeking flesh and bone. Snoop Doggy Doggy Dog on the ball.
0: 11.45 at QAM. See, a little folk music of our own. What's wrong with that? Nothing. It's good folk. Now... Where have all the flowers gone? That wasn't a Dylan song, was it? Didn't Pete Seeger
6: write that, I believe? Does oh I don't even really going to look that up. No, I just have the file. Uh, well, Google it. File.
0: Where have all... Who now, Peter, Paul, and Mary, in fact, you might want to look that up, too, and see who done it first. I'm going to look it up. Oh, Man, this book is too heavy for an old fart like me to carry. What am I looking for? Peter, Paul, and Mary? Okay. How about Peter, Paul, and uh, Mounds? Almond Joy.
6: I know they did yes, uh, "Blowing in the Wind. You know, they were blowing well, we in the wind. we
0: know that. Uh, what am I looking for? Where have Words of Music I'm...
6: by Peter Seeger. Pete Seeger. Pete Seeger, what I
0: tell you? I knew it. I knew something. They didn't even do well where where all the flowers gone. What am I thinking about? Maybe Dylan uh, recorded that. I sure hope not. <laughs> that would be bad. It Was bad enough he was recording his own songs, but to record somebody else's, that would have been really bad. Bob Dylan. Rainy Day Women, Are Like a Rolling Stone, Positively Fourth Street, yada. Lay, Lady Lay. Uh, No. Well, I'll be damned. Where have all? Huh. The, maybe that was the uh, only one, the only hit, the Kingston Trio. I better look it up. See, one great thing about this uh, billboard book, you can look it up under the name of the song, the artist, the uh, just all kinds of good crap and kill some fantastic time. By the, all the way, Wikipedia,
6: when you want to find out something about something, Wikipedia is where you want to go. And
0: Kingston just, uh, Trio, and, and guess who else recorded Where Have All the Flowers Gone? You'll never guess it in a million years. I'll give you a clue. Okay. okay. Uh, what other song do you do? Uh, we love him. Johnny Rivers. Oh, okay. Seven so Son. Remember the Seven Son? He's
5: mm-hmm.
3: The son of
0: a gun? Johnny Rivers in 65. But anyway, 62, where have all the flowers gone? Also, where have all the cowboys gone by Paula Cole? Where all those uh, gay cowboys probably up there on Broke-Ass Mountain. There's a comma in there somewhere. WDQAM, hello.
4: Uncle Neil.
0: Yes, sir. Hmm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. God Almighty! We only got an hour to go until that ball game stuff. I better get some pregame music going here. Right. Going up for the pregame show. Now, do you like Maybe my uh, Kingston Trio? I beg your pardon. I, we don't have or no Kingston Johnny Trio. Johnny River. I love the Kingston Trio. No, you're going to play it on that end. Now we're not going to play "Where Have All the Flowers Gone." You don't even know the song, the MTA, do you? Will he
6: ever no. return
0: uh, Charlie gets on the MTA and he gets lost? By whom? By the Kingston Trio, for crying out loud. No, it's not loud. even on here. Well, I'll be
6: damned.
0: I'm going to go out and find them. There we go. And because we want to give the Marlins a big send-off today, we're playing this all the way from now until the uh, pregame show. Not. Wouldn't that be good? Play an hour of that. Just put it on an endless loop. Speaking of religion in our poll today, here's a timely story. Anger over a Christian convert in Kabul who faces death. Although I think it's a pretty good idea. What they got going over there. If you convert to Christianity, we're going to kill you. That's a good idea. It's kind of like, uh, you know what, like uh, Peter Marshall used to say on Hollywood Squares, turn around is fair play.
6: Yeah. Payback, in other words, payback is a bitch. Right, that's how they got it spread in the first place.
0: That's right. We're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Uh-huh. Convert to Christianity, my ass. Abdul Rahman, a 41-year-old Afghan, was a Muslim for 25 years before he began working for an international Christian group helping his fellow countrymen in Pakistan. Oh, by the way, did you see what Musharraf said about Hamid Karzai the other day? No. Them ragheads are starting to, like, uh, tear at each other. He said, Karzai hasn't got any idea what's going on in his own country in Afghanistan. That's what he said. Afghanistan. That's uh, Ashat Musharraf. Mm -hmm. Within a couple of years, Abdul had converted to Christianity. How do you like that? Oh, my God. Fourteen years later, the decision may cost him his life. After four years in Peshawar, Mr. Rahman spent the next nine years in Germany. His problems began when he returned to Afghanistan in 2002 and tried to recover his two daughters, now aged 13 and 14, who were living with his parents in Kabul. They were probably living in the rubble in Kabul. His parents refused to return them. The matter went to the police, with the parents complaining that their son had become violent. Mr. Rahman's father then denounced him as a convert. You convert, Mr. Rahman was promptly arrested and found to possess a Bible, a Christian Bible, or is that a Jew Christ Jewish line? There, there really is no such thing as it. Well, I guess the New
6: Testament, right? Well, the, uh, the all things, uh, the whole thing put together, old and new right. together, is the Christian Bible,
0: right? He now languishes in Kabul Central Prison and will convicted of an attack on Islam face the death penalty under Afghanistan's new constitution.
3: <laughs> All right.
0: Oh, my God. This is what Americans and Canadians died for in Afghanistan so that they could have a new constitution like this. Freedoms on the March. Mr. Rahman's case is shaping up as a trial of strength between Afghanistan's religious conservatives and reformers. The Constitution says Islam is the religion of Afghanistan. It also mentions the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, and Article 18 specifically forbids this kind of recourse, one human rights expert said in Kabul last night. It really highlights the problem the judiciary faces. News of his plight is likely to cause outrage in predominantly Christian countries such as Britain and America, whose troops are fighting to free Afghanistan from the religious zealotry of the Taliban, who we were lied to and told that they were wiped out a long time ago. Remember that? Bye-bye, Taliban, all that stuff.
6: We, we baked him a sandwich and a cake.
0: The Bishop of Rochester, the, Reverend right, the Right Reverend Michael Nazir Ali, who leads the Church of England's dialogue with Islam, told the Times, I'm amazed that the Constitution that has been agreed to in post-Taliban Afghanistan under the very eyes of the international community should allow this kind of thing to take place. For a person to be arrested for having been converted 14 years ago and to be threatened with execution simply for his beliefs. The British Army in Afghanistan is losing soldiers there through injury and death. Is the Army there to uphold this kind of thing? I thought we were there to promote democracy and freedom, he'd be saying. And the article goes on. I think it's on our website, is it not? Yes, it is. Josh don't know. He's overwhelmed with so many stupid articles. He just he can't even keep track no more. Isn't that right?
6: Yeah, they're all like Matrix code by now.
0: Oh. Matrix? Better watch it. Oh, and I got a, a really scathing review of um, Crash too, by the way, you, from MSNBC. Another queen. one? Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's a queen. I mean, oh, based okay. On what yeah, that
6: makes sense. They're all bitter.
0: Yeah, because Brokeback Mountain didn't get it. You're so insensitive. What's wrong with you? Uh, yeah, it, well, it would be one. You know, it would be one thing if Brokeback Mountain was good, which it sucks. Well, I'm sorry.
6: I keep thinking about that other review.
0: The one that I read you that day? Yeah, time. you got blood, Dill- blood, boiling, po
6: about that. Assaults her, but he saves her later, so it's okay. Nobody said anything was okay. It's so you know, life ain't simple. That was the message. Right. Among others, it
0: was just, that was just irony. That's but they, Yeah, but they kept it was saying Just that. an ironic. So thing so did
6: this. So it's okay. Crap happens. Yeah, that's all. Exactly. Crap happens.
0: in fact, when the frogs in Magnolia, when the first started raining frogs, that that that's the message in that movie too. That's why they're similar. Crap happens. And, if you recall, the opening of Magnolia, which they mm. show again at the end about that, uh, right. you know,
6: uh, you shot getting shot. Right.
0: Right. And then they say that. They say crap happens. They don't say crap, but something like that. I mean, we work at QM, so we know a lot of crap happens. Which of these comes to mind first when you think of religion? Oh, you know something? I should play that uh, uh, religion lady, you know? Uh, voice yeah. I don't play those often enough. Although...
4: George, or
3: me, or whoever it is, you tell you a big, fat, f***ing atheist. <laughs> yeah. He has no right to talk religion it. because he is a faggot, and he is not representative of our thinking.
5: Click. Now,
0: see, there was a good religious lady with just with a potty That's mouth. Right. She needed to have it washed out with Clorox in her mouth, too. God. 1157, which of these comes to mind first when you think of religion? I think of running real fast. In the other direction. Faith, 210 is number one. That makes me want to cry. Faith. Faith in what? Intolerance, 203. Stupidity, 154. Crutch, 138. Tax-free big business, 134. I'd like to have a business like that. Superstition, 128. Even Stevie Wonder is singing about that. How's Stevie doing these days? Brainwashing, 26 Salvation 23. Oh, hallelujah, murder seventeen, fear of death nine, and Bullschmidt just went on there. It's already got seven votes. Bullschmidt, like Howard Beale said, then there's always the God Bullschmidt. Remember that?
6: I bet you Joshua
0: uh, was still awake when they had got to that scene.
6: No, I think I was out by that.
0: No, you were not. Get out of here. The God Bullschmidt, freezing nuns a result of Patriot Act move. I might just play the whole. Um, In the 12 to 12.50 hour, the whole Standing in the Shadows of Motown track.
6: Freezing nuns? Yes. When checks
0: began bouncing at the Holy Name Monastery of the Benedictine Sisters last year, Sister Jean Abbott knew something was fishy. Sister Jean, the dancing machine. How about that? Sister Jean. Yeah, there she is. Her and Janet, they're doing it. Recalls to the bank revealed that the St. Leo, Florida account was frozen for five days because one of the account signatories, an eighty year old nun, didn't have an identification card on file. The bank blamed the USA Patriot Act for the account freeze. The local bank said it was the Patriot Act said Sister Abbott, who declined to identify the bank. Someone at the main orifice of the bank had done, according to the local bank, a spot check on the account, which they do periodically. The Patriot Act strengthened the Bank Secrecy Act, which requires financial institutions, including banks, creditors, even casinos, to inform the U.S. Treasury Department of transactions they find to be out of the ordinary. But even the Patriot Act can't close an account. Only a bank can do that. The number of suspicious transactions that financial institutions are reporting to the government has nearly tripled since the Patriot Act was passed in 2001. Like if George deposits more than $100, they immediately right. put that in. A suspicious act could be a business that doesn't normally use cash, but suddenly starts making large cash deposits, or a person who normally deposits just a paycheck and suddenly makes deposits of tens of thousands of dollars. Both could be legitimate transactions, but they also could be a sign of money laundering or other illegal activity, like chicken neck. So both cases will draw a red flag from a bank prompting to file a suspicious activity report which is sent to the Treasury Department to determine whether the transaction is fraudulent or to start a paper trail that investigators can use later if necessary. A paper trail. It's like that brown trail when you pick up the hero outside on your uh, driveway in the morning. It
6: leaves a paper trail?
0: It leaves a brown paper trail. Most consumers will never have their accounts frozen and likely will never, ever know if a report is filed on them, according to the Treasury Department and the American Bankers Association. It's illegal for a bank to tell consumers that a SAR has been filed on them. A suspicious activity report. The average consumer shouldn't be concerned as long as the transactions they're doing are legit, said Anne Marie Kelly, spokesman for the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. What channel is that on? Privacy groups say law is invasive without being effective. The law is causing so many problems with an indemonstrable success, said J. Bradley Jansen, director of the Center for Financial Privacy and Human Rights, part of the Liberty and Privacy Network in the district. The Banking Secrecy Act has been on the books since the 70s. It didn't prevent 9-11. It's not designed to prevent anything. Oh, and by the way, the uh, people in the UAE still don't want to tell us uh, about those financial transactions and those financial papers before 9-11. Well, why do you hate America? (laughs) I wonder how that line of yours is going to play on the Arab Street, mister.
3: This is Neil Rogers. Maybe it's a line of mine. This is 560
7: QAM. And this portion of the Neil Rogers the 12 to 1 hour is brought to you by the Leaded 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 11,
3: 12 Slices of pizza All for me! <laughs> Blow out my window Knock out my door These hurricanes are unbearable I know my house won't be there
0: do you know any uh, pool screening people, huh? Pool screening how, people? How you, yeah, you know, screen people? Screeners, screamers? Screeners. Oh, no. No? Pool screening. Well, you don't got a pool anyway, do you?
6: <laughs> no. Well,
0: what are you laughing about? You don't have to be a, like a some hotshot to have a pool. Most houses in Florida got a pool. Even schleppers have a pool. I bet you Josh has got a pool. Most? In my neighborhood, I do. In your hood? See, there you go. does not necessarily have to have it by his house.
6: How, there's one next door. Does that count?
0: No, the point I'm thinking about is that here it's like March, uh, you know, we're probably a little bit too much of a hurry, both for QAM and for the uh, Hurricane Wilma relief. That's right. It's going to be by the end of the year that people get their lives back together again. That's why it was a really bad time for a fundraiser, by the way. We got 19935 for Abandoned Pet Rescue on our um, 30, man. ill-advised campaign that we didn't want any part of, and uh, obviously the public feels the same way. So we got almost 20 grand. In fact, probably on the Internet right now, we have got, if we had yesterday's total or today or whatever, we probably got 20 grand. Don't you think that's good? I'm sure we do. Good. Enough said. Literally. Hey, the Toronto Star editorialized yesterday, Bush's Amber Signal, America is at War. Those are the grim opening words from U.S. President George Bush's new national security strategy, the document that will guide American military thinking for the remainder of his term in orifice. Uh More than four years after 9-11 terror attacks, as Americans are tiring of the invasions of Afghanistan and Iraq, United States military policymakers offer no relief. Quite the opposite. Bush is struggling to rally skeptical Americans to his bellicose view of the world by arguing that Islamic extremists pose a comparable threat to vast fascist war machines of WW2 and the Soviet communist empire. The 20th century witnessed the triumph of freedom over the threats of fascism and communism, says the security text unveiled last week. Yet a new totalitarian ideology now threatens an ideology grounded not in secular philosophy, but in the perversion of a proud religion. While few will argue that al-Qaeda and its ilk do pose a lethal threat that must be suppressed, this hyperbole undercuts Bush's case. Some 50 million people died in WW2, and a Cold War nuclear conflict could have annihilated many more in a few hours. By those standards, al-Qaeda is a criminal nuisance, nothing more. This restatement of American policy with a new focus on Iran as the most urgent threat in view should serve as a caution to Prime Minister Stephen Harper's new government to adopt a cautious approach to U.S. attitudes to perceived Islamic threats in Bush's last years in orifice. Americans are beginning to wonder which is one of the main reasons why Bush's popular support is at a record low. Few deny that Tehran is a worry with its nuclear ambitions, hostility toward Israel, and support for terror, but Bush appears to be overstating the threat as he did toward Iraq to justify his invasion. United Nations diplomacy, not American force, offers the best hope of changing Iran's obnoxious policies. Obnoxious. The security statement does have a positive side. It affirms that the U.S. bolsters its own security by promoting democracy and economic growth abroad, that it must seek out partners to cope with challenges like pandemics and terror, and that easing global poverty is a must. But Washington continues unwisely to insist on its right to launch preventive wars, even if uncertainty remains about the significance of the threat. That argument serves as a pretext for regime change in Iraq. And Washington threatens to attack non-nuclear armed foes with nuclear weapons while demanding that North Korea and Iran forsake such weapons. That is hypocrisy, worse it encourages their folly. All in all, the National Security Strategy version 2006 is an amber light to Ottawa and to the world. Pay attention to what's going on, says the Toronto Star, eh? And it ain't good. Government. Yeah, see, there he is. He's he's on like 24-7 now, the Bush Channel.
6: You will like him. I beg your pardon? You will like him. We have theirs.
0: I don't like him. Makes me want to vomit. Five, six, seven. Let's take a whole bunch of calls this hour, okay? Because we got a short hour. we got that Marlon pregame show coming up at uh, 10 to hour. Marlon's in the Dodgers in Jupiter, baby. It's out of this world.
6: By the way, inquiring minds want to know what that piece of music is. What it is? What is it?
0: It's track 15. From what? Standing in the Shadows of Motown, ah. The Flick by Earl Van Dyke. Can we say Dyke, Joyce? Hey, Joyce. You fairy. Joyce. I don't
2: care who you are, you fairy.
0: That's what that is. And it goes on for like uh, four minutes plus. So it's a real good like, lead-in the pregame show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm it's
6: saying? Just, it's just fair.
0: 5670560. Come on, let's get these phones smoking, baby, in about four minutes when the delay uh, catches up. Five six seven pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. I don't see anybody find the Dreamfield pasta after I made a big sentence about it on Monday and uh, again early this morning. You would have thought they'd all been knocking the doors down to public, huh? Yeah,
6: Remember the like days it.
0: when we had clout on this show? We had clout. And yeah, an audience. Yeah,
6: there's no going back. No.
0: Well, look where we are. I know. 1,194 votes on the pool. Which of these comes to mind first when you think of religion? Faith 215, Intolerance 206, Stupidity 167, A Crush 144. Tax fee, big business, 138. One thing about crutches is usually it's a good idea to have a pair. Otherwise, you fall on your ass. Superstition, 131. Hocus Pocus, 69. Child molesters 33. Brainwashing, 32. Salvation, 23. Hallelujah. Murder, 17. Bullschmidt, 10. And Fear of Death, 10. By murder. WQAM, hello.
4: Bring back little Tommy
0: death. WQAM, hello.
4: Neil, yeah, where's the van at? In Homestead?
0: Uh, in your parking lot, in your driveway right now. Go take a peek, puke at it. 5670560. Forget about the van. We're all done with that. Yeah, we we want it right next door to my house. We want it right over here. Remember all those times? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If it wasn't like right next door to wherever these people live. Well, we can't go over there. Well, fine, then go online. I mean, you know, it's only been very recently in doing these things that we actually had the, the luxury of doing it online. Am I right? Right, in that many years, we were able to do that. Now you can actually go online and order your stuff if you really want it. If you don't really want it, get lost. WQAM, hello.
3: Ah, oh, Yokanev's got a breakaway. He shoots, he scores!
0: Ow! <laughs> I didn't think there was anything wrong with Gelty's call. I thought it was just fine. See, the problem is with technically the engineer. Who engineers those games, Josh? You ought to know. Robert Greeper. Ah uh-huh. ha ha. Ah ha. If i told you once, I've told you nice. times. That's the problem. You need to crank up the crowd noise, man. Hey, otherwise, it sounds like Gildy's in a broom closet. Get out of that closet, for crying out loud, Would you please? You and Tom and John. Little Tommy John. God almighty. That's the problem, is the engineering is uh, faulty. Crank the crowd noise. Of course, I realize there isn't much of a crowd. They probably are cranking it up, but they've got it open wide for those ten people. Open wide. Yeah, going to a Panther game, like going to a dentist. Until recently. WQAM, Hello.
3: Good afternoon. How are yes, you? Yes,
0: ma'am. I'm great.
3: Just wanted to say congratulations on thirty.
0: Oh, that's old news.
3: That, well, I'm sorry.
0: Don't be sorry. I am.
2: <laughs> Why? Moving along. Moving along.
4: Bought three CDs of yours.
0: Thank you so much. You're think the of
4: great. And think, oh, your show is great.
0: It is. Okay, thanks, sweetheart. Have a great day. You too. Wow. Bye. You too. I don't like you too, but I like her. She's fine. Uh, yeah, it's a little, it's the 21st of March. It's a little late for the 30th anniversary stuff like it was 20 days ago. 20 days ago, and boy, I'm going to tell you, the, the fallout, the feedback, the what's going on in that place now. You know, too bad little Joe Bell didn't come into the court jester uh, this morning and ask. Remember he did that last week one day? Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's going on? Everything okay? Oh, 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 you know. Should have come in there this morning and asked about that. Does he have a fiddle? Remember Nero was fiddling while Rome was burning. Does he have a fiddle? Have you seen? look at a Jew's harp? A Jew's harp? Now he ain't no Jew. I'll guarantee you that. Joe Bell. That's the problem now with the uh, new regime. We got too many glam. WQAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
4: Yeah. Hey, Nero. Uh, I was on the website and I was trying to get one of those shirts, but um, I can't find 4XL. Is there any way you can uh, hook me up? <laughs> <laughs> Just, order. Just buy four of them and right. sew them right.
0: together, you you jackass.
6: <laughs> Beat me too. Yeah,
0: get a sewing machine. Machine, get a good machine, man. WQAM, hello. Hey, how are you? Great. Uh,
4: can you give me a favor and uh, put yesterday's poll back up? I'm not on voting Croatian. <laughs>
0: uh, we actually could do that, couldn't we? I, I like the fact that Eric's got all kinds We can do all kinds of neat stuff. Yes, well, we can't do it, but he could butt. do it. We got all kinds of options on there. That's right. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty, and they've arrived in singular. Probably most of the people are still in church because it's Lent. They're waiting for Easter, man. They're waiting for Christ to ri- either the Easter rise or Christ to rise again. I think the yeast is going to rise sooner, don't you? That already has. Mm. Can't stand that yeast. I think that's what makes me really like allergic to a pizza. Don't they put yeast in pizza dough? Sure. Oh man. Ghost bread. High glycemic index, man. Makes your blood sugar go skyrocketing. I like that Dreamfields pasta. Now, that one guy called last Friday, he called me again yesterday. He's the only guy out there, and he already uh, knew about it. He knew that it was at Publix in Weston. He's it. WQAM, hello. Pickles, big feet. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
4: When I think of religion, I put on a big smile and cover my balls with both my hands.
0: Okay, good luck to you, Pally. Chronic. WQAM, hello.
3: Tommy, sit there, that Sundeen. all along, break away. He shoots. He
0: shot it wide, the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now that was probably more accurate than the guilty call, yeah. Yeah, the can't score into an empty net. That's their problem.
3: Family, for. I'm going to try
0: not to cry. <laughs> um. Who the hell is that? The years that? you know, there can be a
1: lot of ups and downs, obviously. Some kind of a hockey for...
0: bunch of crap. What the hell was that?
1: Live NHL and NCAA action as the playoff race continues. Watch NHL on the
3: fly and on the fly final.
0: Yeah, watch NHL on your fly. When it comes to match.
3: 15 seconds, uh, Smith hits that pack into the lead zone and goes to the fire wing to Elman. Elman is checked by picker, he a takeaway, five seconds, ready long go, he's been
2: Start by number 20, Pultford. <laughs> the time of the goal, 1958. <laughs> 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 Dubai,
3: Dubai, Dubai your will buy. Dubai, 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 your Dubai. Oh yes, who may hate us, but Bush will have his way. Oh,
7: goodbye, we will make you die. Oh, we've been men for such a long time. With the Bush thrive, family
3: home. I ask you,
7: what would
3: be safer than an unchecked breaker with a suitcase bomb on board? You fight to fight, we
7: will die for four. And when you
3: die, you get a free pass of four. When those bombs explode,
7: oh Dubai, we will make you die. Oh, thank heaven for 9 11. For we now control
3: most of your
7: lives.
3: Cash for terror, we will give to the Muslims who hate women. Our best dies. will change your mind and it won't be hard.
7: You <laughs>
3: buy a of the old face Stay tuned to do, we own that you. So, oh, Dubai, we will make. You guys. I'm
7: dying out of my head. 1218
4: at
0: 560. Getting hockey intensive. All the great hockey calls all the time. All these people auditioning for Gildy's job. Five six seven 560 Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello.
4: Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, how's it going? All right. I I, I meant to call the other day when you guys were talking about... um... Oh, the one lady from Fox News, the one that chopped off her hair. What's her name?
5: The
0: one that chopped off her hair.
4: Yeah, now. Sure. I don't know because
0: I don't watch Fox News. Van oh. Sustern.
4: <laughs> no, no, Ooh, not that lady. That's a monster. She's kind of cute though, the blonde one. What about her? Yeah, she's just. Uh, I, what the hell happened to her?
0: Okay. Five (laughs) six seven oh five sixty. Whatever happened to what's her name, George? Uh, I don't know. Chopped off her hair.
6: Oh, uh, her. What's her name? I heard she chopped off her hair.
0: Yeah, she chopped it. Coming to QAM? Hello. QAM. Yeah, Uncle Neil. Maybe she used the Ron Popeil Vegematic. Yes, sir.
4: What's up, baby? Hey, um, I want to talk about something serious, man. I was watching the show sixty minutes on Sunday, and it talked about how Brazil has this um, energy policy back back in the seventies they wanted to be totally free of um, overseas oil. So what they did is they established an ethanol program. And they were saying that in the next five years Brazil will be totally independent of oil. Yeah. Could you imagine if we had that kind of policy here? And the reason why oh, we No no I, have I that
0: can't policy. no I can't. When I mean, you got when you got a president and vice president who made, and their families who made all this money in the oil business and you really think we're gonna have a policy like that?
4: I know. But that's just reflective of what this country is all about. It's about the rich getting rich and the poor staying poor. It's totally pathetic. Like
0: Ned Beatty says, Mister, the world is a business, Mister Beale. Just keep that in yes. mind. Go watch that movie a hundred times. It'll put you to sleep. Says Josh, the world is a business, Mister Beale. That's what it's all about. It's not about what's good for the environment, good for the planet, good for the people. It's a big business. And like that thing there in Fahrenheit 911, that scene where he's talking about, oh, there's going to be so much money, we're going to be ro- washing our hands of money. Remember
6: that scene? Yeah, but people are going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: going to be bad for people, but good for business. Yeah, bad for people, especially the dead ones. Really bad. And the public sits back. But 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 like you know something, I think Eddie is maybe one of our most valuable uh, people. You want to know why? No, I know. Because he really he's anything. the epitome of the human race. Bloop ba bloop. That that's pretty much what it's all, what it's all about. If you go up to your average schmuck out there in the street, bub-loop, bub-loop, that's pretty much what you're going to get. Or, like, take some of these calls.
4: WQAM, hello. QAM. Can I speak to Neil, please? Speaking. Hey, Neil, I, uh, two, two things. Number yes. one, I, I'm a longtime fan. He emailed Tom Jicka and said, Did I miss it, or did you not recognize Neil's 30th anniversary? Yeah. You know, you're an icon here and met for many years, consistently funny. I said, Does it bother you that he makes fun of you, but everyone else, too? Uh, number two, my wife... Well, what did he say? Well, I, uh, that just yesterday. It might be in the paper oh. Sunday in his little article. But I, I was gonna ask you, my wife's home. Can you please play Ray Nagin can?
0: Ray Nagin can. Well, I have. I don't. Uh, yeah, the Candy Man. Oh, the Candy Man can.
4: Can you play that? Well, my wife wants to hear it.
0: I sure can. All right, thanks. And good luck to you. Ray, Ray Nagin can make you sick to your stomach. I mean, you talk about a city that's in desperate need of something, uh, somebody new. Well, what is that called? Ray. I
6: don't have it.
0: You do. You don't have it?
6: I mean, I'm sure I got it around here somewhere.
0: But what the hell is that? I mean, I can find it if I go into, like, the more recent stuff. That's just unbelievable. Which, uh, which
6: comedy service?
0: Uh, don't, don't worry about such stuff. Let's not get into that. Oh, jeez. The Candy Man can. There's the other Ray Nagin one. Uh, I'll find it for the next break. How's that? Okay. WQAM. Hello. QAM.
1: Talk to Neil. Speaking. I do believe that retard was referring to the actress Natalie Portman.
0: Natalie Portman is on Fox News? Shape her head. That's what the retard is referring to now. She did a Shinehead O'Connor? Something for that movie. For a movie. Oh, for a movie. Well, what the hell does he know? He's a retard, what I heard. Well, thank you for entertaining me, sir. Thank you for the call. Thank you so much. How do you like that? There was a uh, sound like one of them Limey guys. I think
6: it was London Lee.
0: Was that, That was Leapy Lee. Let's get the arrows out and see if we can't shoot Leapy Lee right through the heart if we could find one. I was a good guy. I'm I'm looking for that. uh, Boy, this goes back a ways, you know. It goes back to the hurricane days, the post-hurricane Katrina days. There's Geldy at (laughs) two. Boy, I haven't played that in a long time. Too much Geldy lately. That's just my opinion. Of course, if I say that, that means you'll be on every day from like two to midnight. Oh, well, whatever Neil Rogers says, yeah, right. Whatever I say, they do the opposite. Make no mistake about that. Trust me. Well, we got plenty of time. There's no pressure here because we only got one more break because we got no spots because we got that goop ball from the Carolinas that came down with a banjo. And he's in there strumming it right now, is what I'm hearing. There is Alito and Enrique. Oh, I like that one a lot.
3: Time. Every time he sees it's the way God wants it to be. Wants to take a city and cover it with sweets. Renegade can. Renegade can? Renegade can. Megan can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. Sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. He there's the locals to a Willy Wonka party. Ray Nagin can. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin because he wants to make a New Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate new wall. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. With that chocolate and some coffee and all Juan Valdez, in game. Remake in game. You know I can. Ray, Megan can't, because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans, no other way. It wouldn't be just
0: won't be the same. You know, it's interesting that the, um that, that's the way that that thing came, with the pre-bleep in there, like uh, a piss-off Juan Valdez. So one of the few things that we actually could play, so they already pre-bleeped it, and we could have played that, you know. That was no, much, much, that was sweet. Yeah. Pissed off gets
4: me fired up when I hear someone say that. Right.
0: See, we can actually play that. But I guess they figure, well, rather, rather be safe than joist. 5670560, boy, we got a very short show today, man. Time is a-flying, ain't it? It is flying. Especially since we heard Gildon call called her in overtime. 12-27, uh, sure we got right a lot right of the means. we got the 20, 20 23 me. minutes. Well, if you don't stop, with that hockey stuff. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Not there. Look at this, WDQAM, Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
4: I don't know who's more a retail. The guy that just called is the guy from before. He, I, I think he was talking about Ann Coulter.
2: Chopped her right. hair.
4: Yeah, I saw. Hopefully, her.
2: At, the, hopefully at the
0: neck.
4: Oh uh, yeah, and I had a question. What, what's up with the with the CDs when you order them offline? How long do those take to uh, be received? When
0: you order them offline, what what does that mean?
4: I order them online from your website.
0: Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Order them offline. Where do you order them offline? Well, off I'm sorry. Order them
4: online and, and uh, from yeah. your website, and uh, it's been uh, it's been like a week and a
0: half. Oh, relax. Just just uh, relax, Pally. Put it away and just we haven't down stiffed a bit. anybody
6: yet. Well, maybe you have.
0: Yeah, we never. Uh, stop. We don't stiff our audience. Okay, and believe me, if you see most of them, you'd understand why. We don't wanna. We don't wanna. But uh, it'll get there. About a week from Sukkot, either either side of it. Five six seven, oh, five, 60, pound five, so I just love that. That's another reason I love those uh, fundraising things. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I sent my thing in four days ago, and we still don't have it yet. Wah, wah, you know, like that. Oh, another guy that uh, bitching about who don't have the, uh, we don't have the large size, you know, for the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like I told the guy that I wanted the 4X. Buy four of them and sew them together, okay, and stick it on your fat ass. W-Q-A-M, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
4: You're gay. Hmm. QAM, hello. I'm going to celebrate the death of Tiny. Rest in peace. Shout out to all you, my homie Tiny. You was all me and I was all you, baby. I
5: love
0: you. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. W- there's a guy with a life. Q-A-M, hello.
4: I just love chewing my toenails. I don't think he was talking
0: about the dog either when you come right down to it. In fact, if I said Tiny died, I would think that would be, you know, probably something else. 20 minutes. I'm thinking about, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about a lot of Motown. Yeah. There's All a right. movie for you, folks. If you don't like that movie, you like uh, you ain't alive. Now, did Josh see that yet or not? I haven't been given. Sorry, my bad.
6: What is wrong with you? Oh, I smoke a lot.
0: Jesus, God my. I'm writing now, it down. Didn't I send you my copy of it, and then I went out and bought another one? That's right. I have a so copy. So why can't you loan
6: it to him? He'll bring it uh, back. I can't. I just keep spacing it on. Hey, he we'll hasn't watched Failsafe yet. Fail safe. I, I had that from like two that. months ago. Well, I haven't seen it. It's a classic. It is. Cold war epic. Cold war tension suspense. Yeah. Oh, I good don't want acting.
0: That. No, I don't want any of that. I want something really, really good like uh, the Constant Gardener. Don't watch the Constant Gardener, by the way, unless you really want to waste two hours of your life. It's a piece of dreck. Standing in the shadows of Motown, That's where it's at. With my girlfriend Joan Osborne. She is just and my boyfriend Ben Harper. Yeah, Josh will fall asleep in the middle of it. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
4: This is Biggie, Tally's brother.
0: WQAM, hello.
4: I'm gay. I mean, you're gay.
0: WQAM, hello. What are you going to do about it? You fairy. QAM.
4: Neil, how are you? Good. I got my CD, so I tell the guy to sit tight and hold it.
0: Yeah, put it back in your pants and relax, pal, and cut the crap.
4: Hey, um, I was watching Friday on that, that Bill Maher show, and that Elena Rose layton that lady... Elena Gross-Layton, yeah. Man, I've always heard you talk about her, but she is a piece of work. Incredible. but... Yeah, is that her? Yeah, she's crazy, but she's trying to compare the, the Revolutionary War to this war. I, I mm-hmm. don't understand how people can do that. Um, so we got to get Bush out of there, and I love you and George.
0: Okay, good luck to you, sir. Ileana Gross, uh, Rosanna Dana. But I'll do apologies to a poor what's-her-name that's still dead. So What's her name? What's your name? Reuters wife. I, yeah, i got a brainchild. Oh, Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner, I'm so sorry. I won't tell her. Gilda Radner. The great Gilda Radner. See, this is an injustice that God makes somebody that looks and sounds, uh, well, in Espanol so much like her, only at least uh, this one's serious. Which of these comes to mind first when you think of religion, 1,244-fold? We're going to take that other break, by the way. We could drive a, we could drive a Mack truck through the openings in this log today. That's how embarrassing this is. You know, in fact, I think of all the times that we've I've ever... I don't play these too often. I don't know why. Don't think about them.
3: You call this big market radio?
0: We used to. Once upon a time in America twelve hundred and forty four votes. Which of these comes to mind first when you think of religion? Faith two hundred and twenty two. Two 222 You gotta have faith, right. Intolerance two hundred and twelve. Stupidity one hundred and seventy. Crutch one hundred and forty nine. Tax free big business one hundred and forty two. Superstition one hundred thirty five. Hocus pocus seventy two. Let's have one of them hocus pocus groups. Remember you know how I was broadcasting was brain? I remember they always used to have them hocus pocus
6: focus Yes, groups. I do.
0: Uh, brainwashing, 39. Child molesters, 34. Salvation, 23. Hallelujah. You're going to be born again. You're going to be living up there in heaven, at the, uh, sitting right there by the uh, altar with God. He's going to alter you. Of course, you can't see him, and you can't hear him, and you can't smell him, and you can't speak to him because you ain't got no body. Bullshit 20. Murder, 17. And the fear of death. Once.
3: This is Neil Rogers. Oh, 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 oh. This is 560 QAA. Oh. We know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. He... Rock solid.
4: Oh, man.
3: Just a walking on the sea singin'. Do I dead it, did it, dumb, do He's the man from the land of Galilee singin'. Do I dead it? Dum, did it do? He's good, he's good. Divine, divine he's good, divine. Changes water into wine. The next thing I knew he had only man on his feet. I'm he Easter they and Do I did it, did it, dum, did it do And he's the reason that all the Christians praise Sing and Do I did it, did it dum, did it do. They praise him, praise him, kneel down, kneel down, praise him and kneel down for a, a thorny crown. Do I did it, did it, dum, did, do. Do did it, did it, dum, did it do. Oh, yeah.
0: I think that's the first thing they teach him in the rectum area, is how to kneel down for long periods of time. Right.
6: It's man just long course. enough. Man anyway, look course.
0: at this. That was a nice medley there, uh, a sacrilegious sure. medley on this heathen show. And it's already 1246. You know what that means, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's warming up to the Marlins game time. All right, love those Marlins, baby. Marlins and the Dodgers in Jupiter. Mad Dog follows the ball game. Then you got your Hurricane crap, and then Eddie K at ten o'clock tonight. Hurricane crap.
3: Hurricane. Oh, okay, hurricane blow. Absolutely.
0: Doesn't this music put you in the mood for Marlin Baseball?
6: Oh, I'm always in the mood for Marlin Baseball. Yeah, me
0: too, especially early games. Puts me in the mood for Woodbine. I've already got my jacket on, my pants, shirt, shoes. The question is, when I leave Woodbine, will I still have all of those things on? That's
3: the question. All of these things? No. The eye. The You failed. The violence? Who the hell are the violence? I don't know. Holy cow! Neil Rogers is right, the cunt! Start! Absolutely. Oh, I hate that station. Yeah.